What's up, everybody? This is Chris, and I'm one of the hosts of Crucial Tunes. It's a podcast where me and my buddy Larry, we sit around and talk about music. Talk about music we like, music we don't like. Talk about new music, old music, mainstream, underground. Talk to some local bands. Do it all. So if you like music, why don't you tune on in? Crucial Tunes. Every other Friday on the Journey into Comics Network. The following is a following journey into comics. 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 Network. 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 Production. Production. We're gonna fuck the sodomites in the. We're doing it live. What's up, everybody? This is episode 75. I'm your host, Dick. And he's our co-host, Matt. Hi. And, uh... That's Tyler now. That's Tyler. He no. shaved his face, and now he grew his hair out a little no. bit. <laughs> no, that's Miranda, my lovely, lovely, lovely wife. The Phantom. Yeah. You're the Phantom of the Opera? So, I, I am Matt, the Phantom. Do you, know why I'm, do you know why I'm the Phantom? Because she sat in on so no. many podcasts originally, and just she like, just sat there and didn't say anything. She'd just be there. there no, there, I got the Phantom when... When, when was it when you had that network party? Yeah, and you just sat there and didn't say anything. When was the network party? It was, it was like maybe a month or a month and a half into us dating. Yeah. So I'm still shy with him, like opening up. And then I go to this house full of people that I don't even know. We go out to eat, and they want to do their foodies, you know, watching movies. Wait, was that the podcast? Yeah, that was when we went to Christo's. Yes. Foodies with duties. So we all sat around. <laughs> Write bike. that down, Nate. And, and you know, we were going around introducing ourselves, and they're like, do you want to introduce yourself? And I was like, so Nate's like, ooh, the Phantoms. <laughs> that's how I got the Phantom name. Yep. That's... The first supper, Nate said. Yep. <laughs> that was such a fun day. I can't wait to do it all again. Uh, we're hopefully, uh, unbeknownst to a lot of people, probably going to have another network day, this time hosted by me. I was like, we can host Dick. it here. It's been it's been planned for a minute. Now that we have a house. Yep, that's exactly why I started planning it. Ugh. I got the house and I plan things. Yes. <laughs> so what were you starting to say about the stupid bowl, man? We had a great segue. And the superboard was like, <laughs> nice. "Okay, we're not recording yet." But anyway, I'm gonna do it again. Segway. <laughs> we had the Super Bowl this weekend, or the Stupid Bowl, or the Super Board. Um, either the Duper all Bowl. Are true. It's the Duper Bowl. Very um, true. The game was awful. It was horrible. The halftime show was terrible. Yeah. You just say it because Adam Levine took his shirt off. Probably. I'm not even one of those girls. Like, oh my god, he took his shirt off. But when I, I like said it, you smiled. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, all the commercials were trash. Yeah, I wasn't we a big fan. We didn't get to witness a lot of the commercials or hear them at least. I we did. Went, I was fine. We didn't. What do we get to hear? I just 
So I ugh, fucking Loki appears out of nowhere. I did. He was just still down here. Yeah. <laughs> no, we didn't get to hear most of them. Oh, and then you didn't get to hear most. You of didn't them. miss much. Yeah. There's, I would say there's like two or three good commercials, and then none of them were really funny. Like honestly, probably the best commercial was the Microsoft commercial with the kids with disabilities that play video games. Oh yeah, that one I was pretty that. good. Um, we missed. But, yeah. We missed a little bit of the halftime show because we were trying. I thought we got the channel, and we don't because we don't have cable. We just have the internet. I'm like, I'm not paying for cable when we have Netflix and Hulu and all this. We don't have cable. We just have an antenna. That's what we have. And I thought we had NBC, but we didn't. So we're trying to shuffle around, pull up C or NBC, you know, sports and all that. We couldn't get it. And finally, I just, thankfully, my nice phone can connect to our smart TV. And I just downloaded the app and we watched it from there. So we yeah. got to miss some of the commercials and some of the halftime show. But, but no... It was a very boring game, but at the same time, the defense was good. Clearly, that's, that's the thing. If you like, if you were a football fan, you would like that game because it's defense. Yeah. And uh, yeah, this whole season has been, hey, watch what every offense can right. do. And people who like defense are like, well, this is bullcrap because you can't do anything. Well, defense defense won this championship. <laughs> yeah. Whereas yeah. if you're just a fan. You're like a regular person watching the football game. You're running the most points, and like you're just like, why is no, why is the score not fifty to fifty? Like right. there were games this season. So Nate <laughs> yeah. wants to know. Ethan Henderson commented on the post in the graduation group or the class of two thousand nine group. Says, "Get the fuck out of here." <laughs> Nate, no. Nate wants to know why does Tom Brady mouth kiss all these dudes? I want to know that too. I actually didn't get to see that. But I heard about it. He but let's be everybody. real. He's a happy guy. <laughs> is he American or is he from somewhere else? Then he he's, a, he's from California. He's America. Okay. Well, I didn't know if I... There's certain I countries. said he's America. <laughs> he's just out... He, he is not America. He's, he's part of the Patriots. He's kind of America. Um, but yeah, you know, he's from California. His wife's Brazilian. Maybe he's so high class now that he's like part of that like... What? Like... Fashion entourage people because I, I mean his I wife know, was Victoria's Secret angel. Yeah, I know a while ago people were giving him shit because he kissed his kids on the mouth. I remember that. That's silly. I, never, I, I mean that's not my thing, but I, I kiss my kid. I do. If that's, I mean, if that's something that you and your kids have, that's that's, that's it, cool. I to think, a certain point, I once think they there's get, a certain age. Yeah, you gotta cut that out. Like I don't see myself kissing my ten year old son on his lips, but my kids are okay. four and five. Yeah. Like. See, Even like my daughter perfect. doesn't like kissing on the lips. She'll kiss. Pretty them. much once your kids go, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Which normally is about like <laughs> kiss me eight or nine. You no, know? yeah, yeah. So weird story. Uh, years ago, um, when I was dating someone, um, you're not gonna say this someone's name. It was Katie. Oh. Uh, and their so her niece and nephew were lived with her. And uh, so one one night, her her nephew went. Her niece went to give me a kiss goodnight. I gave her a kiss goodnight. Her nephew then comes up to give me a kiss goodnight, and I'm just like, no, 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 no. See, one, I was a much different person back then. Two, I in my family, guys did not kiss. Yeah, okay, not I not, a, not a guy thing, not a boy thing. On the lips, but the cheeks, like I hate that. Like 
We lived, we had, when like I, was I said, my ex. much different person, different time. We Not had, how I did. How old was, how old was <laughs> he? Like, no homo, get out of here. <laughs> how old was he? Uh, four, See, maybe five. And at that age, they don't understand. So yeah, exactly. I hate and that, and men that are like, no, I'm too manly to kiss my son. Yeah. Like, because then that fucking ruins guys when they get older. That was explained like, to me. Oh, like, I'm they don't good. understand. They're just kids. Now they're going to, um, and I'm like, well, yeah, I, that, like, hold on. I said, yeah, I get that. But like in my family, like I did not, I was not raised like that. I did not grow up like boys kissing other boys. And even in that way, like if you're a girl, sure. That's just how I was raised and grew up, but. And that's the problem. And that is toxic masculinity. That's the problem with men these days. They weren't showing that love and affection. I was showing plenty of love and affection. Just not gay though. Just not gay. (laughs) Nah, it's cool. It's whatever. uh, Yeah, Super Bowl. It was a. It was a boar fest. I was a. I'm a Patriots fan. Ooh. And uh. Why are you in my house right now? We won, and uh, that's six six rings for Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. I made the joke that he is going to try and get as many Super Bowl appearances as his jersey number. Yeah, he's not going to retire anytime soon. He plans I don't, on. I don't see him retiring. He doesn't need to. He plans on playing until he's forty five. That's what he said he wants to do. He only needs to make three more Super Bowls. There is a meme I saw earlier. It was like sixty five year old Tom Brady playing against Griff. Waylon the third or somebody like somebody the third like in the Super Bowl. Peyton Manning the second. <laughs> Peyton Manning the second. That'll be who Tom Brady loses his fi- final Super Bowl appearance to when he's seventy. Peyton Manning <laughs> the second. He's just genetically perfect, and he just keeps going. That's because the Patriots play well together. They stick with the same people. And they play well together. Well, they don't stick with the same people actually. They don't. So, two constants that have been. This whole time with New England is Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. Gronkowski. Well, Gronk, he's hurt consistently. True. He's probably actually going to retire at the end of the I don't know. Year. I don't follow the Patriots to know whether. I just assumed that they always have. The, I always hear the same name, so they just stick with the same people. No, they rotate people in and out like crazy. They actually just signed a net 11 new players today. Jesus. I remember that year that they tried, they, that they signed Reggie Wayne. They did. I remember that, and then he retired. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. F and A. What What was the What was the Buffalo Bills record this year? I need to know. Not good. Well, well I know that. I knew that. No. I want to say they I won five answer. games. I think it was five and eleven. Okay. Come on. That's my guess. Okay. I don't really pay attention. I know they had a rookie quarterback for a lot of it. Well, we got the R and D department on it right now, so. They did. They did wallop Minnesota yeah. early in the season. I watched that game because I was like, what the hell is going on to Minnesota here? I think our life yeah, I want to say they were 5-11. and 11. I think the Jets were like... 6-10. and 10. Oh, I'm one off. 6-10. <laughs> and 10. I think the Jets were like 3-12. and t- like 4-12. and 12. Ah, one off. <laughs> and then the Dolphins, I think, were like 9-7. Uh, yeah, 7. Yeah, 7. Yeah, 9-7. Yeah, got it. New England had a bad year. Look at the Colts, ten and six. Hey, they started one and five. I know. Yeah. But then they got their players protecting. I actually wanted to see them in the Super Bowl. Well, I heard I heard a really funny statistic. Uh, So all four of the Colts Super Bowl appearances in their franchise's history have taken place in Florida. Next year's Super Bowl is in Miami. Ooh, we're going. Oh shit! So 
We'll see. <laughs> Hopefully, there. it's the Falcons versus Colts. Here's my thing with the Colts next year. We're making the Super Bowl. You're going to have to go through New England still, and you're going to have to go through the Chiefs. Good luck with that. I think we can do it. If we if we start the season off like we ended it, I think we could do it. I think with another year under Darius Leonard's belt, I think he'll be a stud. If you guys can get a solid running back, which a rumor is you're going to try and get Le'Veon Bell. And then Andrew Luck, I think – He's got a year under his belt of being healthy and not getting the shit beat out of him. Right, for once because in his NFL they're finally career. learning how to. They drafted a bunch of offensive line yeah. guys, so I think if we can get more Ty's, well, Ty's got to get healthy, and I think you got to get one more receiver. Yeah, but I think that they can. I think they can make some noise in the in the playoffs. They can't start one and five. They're gonna have to. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're going to have to get a home field advantage in the playoffs. Yeah, when the start of the games, I would have never thought that they made it to the playoffs as far but as they did. How are the Falcons going to do next year? Horrible. Dude, the Falcons wow. just had injury bug, man. This yeah. Year. Like, they still have Matt Ryan, who, in my opinion, is one of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL. They have Julio Jones, still, who's Ooh. one of the top three receivers in the NFL. You can easily save top two. And then their defense has been pretty good. It's just it's just they got so many injuries last year that most of the people that were playing were like second or third string guys that shouldn't be starting in an NFL game. So, because the Falcons were actually my pick to win the division, their division last year, but the Saints just kind of ran away with it. Our college yeah. man played with Drew Brees at Purdue. He was telling us that. Fun when, fact. When he was came here to set up the paperwork. When, when he came here to colleganize us. We were talking about football, and he's like, oh, Saints fan. He's like, I played with Drew Brees. Nice. Well, Felipe, one night when me and him were roommates, he uh, he went to the cactus, and he come came back the next morning, and then he was like, and I was like, dude, did you hear Drew Brees was at the cactus? He's like, dude, I think I saw him. I was just so <laughs> drunk, I didn't recognize who it was. Oh, there was yes. just this massive crowd of people around him. And I didn't, like, go over there to say hi. <laughs> and I was like, you're a fucking idiot, Felipe. <laughs> I think my favorite part of the Super Bowl was Tony Romo announcing, like, I finally made it to the Super Bowl. And he's like, cheesy ass, like, I'm so excited. <laughs> we're we're at Scott's house watching it. And Scott goes, this is the closest Tony's ever been to the Super Bowl. <laughs> And then the memes happen. Yeah. yeah. It's like. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know they're going to happen. Like. Oh, the, I, love, uh, I love how the Shaggy meme immediately died as soon as the Super Bowl hit. <laughs> well, the big controversy, the kind of switching off the meme there, but the big controversy was uh, at the halftime show, they did a mini tribute to Sweet Victory. Yeah. SpongeBob, and it turned into Sicko Mode by Travis Scott. And, like, everybody was super pissed off about it. I was not happy that he came out. I like And to be matched with Maroon 5, I don't know. I was not Well, they've had that. a couple songs Who's, together. I who think. is it? Some rapper. It's, oh, that guy. Um, that guy sucked. He came out of the... It's they all sucked. One of the Kardashian, isn't one of the Kardashians' boyfriends? I think so. Yeah, he sucked. Baby daddy. I enjoyed Maroon 5's performance. I love Maroon Despite 5. it being rather lackluster. It was very lackluster. But, I like their songs, though. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. I will say this. This was a very, uh, like, uh, it was a very low-key Super Bowl performance, halftime show. 
Uh, and I kind of dug that because it wasn't over the top. I mean, if I wanted over the top, I'd go back to fucking a couple years back with Katy Perry and right, right shark. Left shark. Or, oh, it was left shark? It okay. Left shark. Either way, it was one of the sharks, hey, and he was ball. He was balling. No, there's nothing meme-worthy from this halftime show. Are you kidding me? Have you not seen all the memes about... Uh, Adam Levine? Like, like board super... He's like, boards, uh, I want to see from left side to right side to fucking front to back. Start this print. This is called She Will Be Fucking Loved. Is, is that the same level as Left Shark? Or you remember when Justin like went out into the crowd with that kid and okay, they took the on. selfie together oh, and yeah. the kid was like... I don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> I shared one earlier, and it was from the this right here. Board fans and Adam Levine with a shirt lifted up. Uh, <laughs> the office meme one. Yeah. But, I mean, like, there's nothing, like, picture-worthy that you can create a meme from this Super Bowl. I'm, do you... I'm, I'm trying to start a petition. And when I say I'm trying to start a petition, I'm basically I'm just trying to say this is what I want. <laughs> I'm just I saying. Really, I'm not even going to do it. So everybody always talks about we want Metallica for the halftime show. Metallica's turned them down, I guess, a couple times now. Yeah, because they don't want to pre-record. This is what I want. I want the Foo Fighters. Oh, yeah. yes. I would love that. And that'd be hilarious because Dave Grohl is is experienced with pre-recorded shows as they did on MTV. Mm-hmm. Well, With that thing... famous performance of Smells Wait, Like Teen the Spirit. the halftime show is pre-recorded? Yes. All the ins- instrumentation is. I think the vocals are live. I think the vocals are live. Really? Yeah. But my thing is... If you notice, they're not... They don't have any wires or anything connected to their guitars you and instruments. You can't have wireless guitars? But there's still stuff attached to them. I don't know. Pay that. <laughs> and wireless systems can be buggy. I just say, like, give me the Foo Fighters because, A, they're a big enough band where people are going to recognize them. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They have enough hits. They're relevant still mm-hmm. to this day. And they they could put on a cool enough show that's going to give me a rock vibe instead of these stupid pop anthems that we've had for the past five plus years. Basically, since they decided, all right, we can finally play pop music again because Janet Jackson's nipples blown over. <laughs> like, give me NSYNC and Aerosmith again. That or give me Backstreet Boys next year. Yeah, I'm down for that. Well, I have a question. Do the singers get money for their halftime performance? Oh, I'm sure they have. Because to. I heard that uh, Maroon Five, like they got paid five hundred thousand dollars for their performance. That's like chump change. To but them. it went all to charity. <laughs> But I had That's a patient cool. yesterday that said, when, she's an old lady, so she who fucking knows if she really knows the truth. But she's like, I hope oh, she's no. watching and she knows you're talking shit. They don't, <laughs> she's not watching. That bitch. They don't, they don't I get posted paid. this in a lot of groups. You don't know. They don't get paid. I doubt she's watching. That they don't get paid <laughs> and, <dead> right <laughs> you know, performing the halftime show is like they're paying and like they're, cause they're getting their name out there. So I didn't know if they, they, don't if they need get to paid. Have their name I know, out there, but no. I don't know if they get paid or not because I saw a thing where Maroon Five did this for free because they donated all their stuff to charity. I think so. they get paid because, like I said, like the people they get to perform the halftime shows, they don't need to get their name out there. They're always like yes. the biggest names well, that you can find. Not only the, the old lady that was telling me this because she, she hates the Patriots, she was pissed about that, but she was telling me that she would have rather watch Cardi B perform over Maroon Five. Oh wow. I'm like, and well, the funny thing Whoa. is, she said that, and then so in my center, they have we have TVs at each of the dialysis stands, and there was a Tiger and Cardi B, and she goes, "Oh, who are they?" And I was like, "That's Cardi B." So you even know who you're saying you'd rather perform? It was just, it was funny. Is it Tiger or Tyga? Tyga. 
Tiger. <laughs> Tiger. You're so white. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am Caucasian. <laughs> but uh, Very observant. Yeah, give me, give me the Foo Fighters next year. Yeah, I'm down for or Foo I'll Fighters. Or I'll take Bruno Mars again. Bruno Mars' half yeah. show was, uh, was amazing. That's a good show. Like, he can sing. He can dance. Yeah. He's got a good, you know, number of hits that people enjoy. Yeah. And I'm still convinced he's Michael Jackson's son. So why wouldn't I want to? Say that? You know, I'm, yeah, I yeah, I'm can I'm I'm not convinced, but like I I, I firmly stay I stand firm with the belief that he is this generation's Michael Jackson. He doesn't have the mm-hmm. upbringing that Michael Jackson had. He's not as big as what Michael Jackson. It, was. No, he's exactly, the... and no one ever fucking will be. No, but Justin Bieber is the closest thing. Yeah, honestly, upbringing yeah. and everything. You know, I had a big crush on Michael Jackson growing up. The Smooth Criminal videos. Dude, he was he was popping in that white suit. Oh my God, yes. But uh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> no, I will. I will till the day I die say Bruno Mars was Michael Jackson or Prince's illegitimate son. Both. <laughs> Maybe he's both. That's solid. Solid theory. I dig it. I put it out there right now. I dig it. Give me a DNA test. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Put a, put them on an episode of Maury. <laughs> you know all they had to do like since um, my, MJ does have kids, DNA test them yeah. with Bruno. Like I said, I'm sure them, they have. His put them on fucking Maury, man. Just put them on Maury with a hologram of Michael. That way, when they're like Michael, you, you are, are the father. The, father. <laughs> the, the like hologram can fall over in the chair, just like ah. <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> Crotch grab it. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, I remember in high school you sat and learned the thriller dance. Yep. Or nice. like like legit learned um, it. It took me six hours. To I do. have danced that plenty of times. I remember back when I, back in the well when Michael Jackson died, uh, we had a huge party and we were out in the on the backyard just blaring Michael Jackson all night. We were all doing the dances and I remember doing the thriller dance. But thirteen going on thirty. They do the thriller dance. It's uh, it's wrong though. Is it? I watched that music video for like six hours straight, learning it. What's wrong about it? What do they do? They do everything in the incorrect order. Hmm. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Obviously. Not to steal your thunder. Duh. No, I. I do love that movie though. Jennifer Garner. I just know this. I just know this whole thing and the. So I don't know it step by step. Oh, he knows it. I, I, okay. used to I know might it. not. Still, it's been a while, but uh, I can play it right now if you want to go. <laughs> no, my my is just this the where they go back with the claws. I'm too fat to probably do most of it now too. But uh, age good old uh, thirteen going on thirty. I love that movie. Like I said, I have a, I have a huge crush. On That's like the second now. time we've talked about this movie. Well, uh, yesterday because it's got the Hulk in it. We yeah it does Mark Ruffalo yeah <laughs> my mom that's my mom's man and then because I'll be thirty this year and he keeps making fun of me and we went and test drove some new Subarus yesterday and the the guy that went with us is younger than us and was talking about age and I said something about because he said something about thirty being old I was like I'm the one that's about to be thirty like don't be knocking that and I was like thirteen going on thirty have you not seen that so it's just funny two days in I, I can't wait to be thirty. I, it's gonna be really? fun. I want to get like, I basically want to get forty. That's where I want to get. <clears throat> no. Men age like fine wine. 
heard what is that? <laughs> I'm no George Clooney. <laughs> Ever since Cassius hit me with a shovel. I'm no George Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> but uh I think I think when I get older, because like I said, I I'm hoping to lose weight. Me too. But uh everybody says that. I but know. If I do, my goal is to be a DILF. Yeah. I want to be a DILF pickle. Yeah. Yeah, so if I, I feel like when I get 40, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be looking good for a dad. I know. I said something to him about, I don't know what brought up the conversation, but when Maverick gets to be older, all his little friends like, oh, my God, your mom's such enough. And he's like, they better fuck not your mind. <laughs> like, I, well, I don't know, know what that's con- like. I don't know what that started that conversation. I totally just, that's possible. Uh episode title dilf pickle dilf pickle yeah blaine knows what it's like for everybody to be like, your mom's hot. and now i'm experiencing that wait was your mom the mom that ryan yes. was like oh okay yeah. yes and ethan was ethan at the wedding <laughs> yeah was he he never, didn't sit with us did he i've never found your mom that attractive i never found your mom that attractive Look at that. Black actors. Black actors. You gotta <laughs> stick together, man. Away, Brady, bitch. Did Ethan sit with us? Yeah. Well, he was around us. No, he, he was at the table sacked. next. Wait. Yeah. He... he brought a girl, didn't he? Alexa. Yeah. yeah. His girlfriend at the time. I think I remember now. But yes, I remember Ryan being drunk and like all about your mom. My dad was gonna beat his ass. Oh my god. It was funny. That is hilarious. My dad had a torn MCL and ACL and everything at the time. He was just going to stomp Ryan into the ground. <laughs> we need to get Ryan back on the show. Ryan's in El Paso right now. Yeah. It's going to be a little harder to get him on the show. He's traveling now for work. I called a lady today to sell her some insurance, and she was all game for it. And then I was like, so you're at this address in Lafayette, right? She's like, nope, I'm in Texas. And I was like, all right, I'll fuck myself. And I hung up. <laughs> I didn't say that, but it, I wanted to. Probably could have. Probably could have. I wouldn't have been mad. My boss might have. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, that's definitely um, fair. But yeah, so good old 13 going out there. You know it's another good movie with her? Ghost of Girlfriend's Past. Oh, yeah. I love that movie. I love that movie. It's got I Matthew l- McConaughey. All right, uh, all, yes. right all right. Michael Douglas. All right, all right. Dutch. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, that's a good movie. Yeah, it's a... That's that's a favorite of mine. Yeah, it used to be one of mine. Yeah, I love that movie. Funny movie. Listen, I dig I dig chick flicks. I dig romantic comedies. Me and, too. I, mean, I, mean. I, I I used to dig them. Me and Felipe. They haven't been so great lately. They haven't. They haven't really came out with anything. I, yeah. Chick. Honestly, like, no. That's very true. Me and Felipe, though, we used to like when we want to watch chick flicks, we used to like rent them or go wherever get them, and then we would get a crave case from White Castle and nice. stay up all night and watch them. Oh my god. <laughs> We would just be like, I remember we watched all, like, all, like, there were only two Pitch Perfects at the time. We watched both Pitch Perfects. <laughs> oh, my God. At the time. We watched both Pitch Perfects and, like, three other movies in one night with this Crave case. And, like, the entire time we were just like, ooh. <laughs> I remember the first time I ever watched The Notebook was with Matt. Yep. I love The Notebook. It's okay. I love it. The book's so much better. <laughs> He went, is, through, he went through a Nicholas Sparks face. Dude, I, My brother loves Nicholas. His favorite movie is. I read book. like every Nicholas Sparks book my senior year of high school. I remember the book Message in a Bottle. I, I remember you were, you came over to my mom's and you saw it on DVD and you're like. <gasps> yeah. And I was just like, here you go, Matt. You can borrow it. 
<laughs> Your mom also let me borrow her uh, City of Angels. Yes. yes. <gasps> that was a good movie. Oh my god. I just wanted it because that's the movie that Iris. Mm-hmm. And I was learning to play the song at the time. That made me so fucking sad though. Ugh. So sad. So he 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 had his guitar tuned. It's the this weirdest fucking tune. Well, that's just how that tab was. I don't think that's the actual tune. Every other one says it's tuned like that. Really? Every well, so it was mind. the tuning typically in from lowest to highest is E A D G B E. That's standard tuning. This had B D D D D D D. The rest were just D. <laughs> and it sat when he was playing it. I was it sounded right, but it, it got out of tune. So he went to tune it and snap. <laughs> yep, snap my cord. <laughs> I was like, no. No more Iris for me. Yeah, but, uh, I love that. Yeah, I went through a Nicholas Sparks phase. I remember in high school I was reading the Message in a Bottle book, and the movie has got uh, Jenny from Forrest Gump and Kevin Costner. Jenny. It's not a great movie. But I remember the book. Like, I'm out in the hallway <laughs> reading it last period. And I'm, like, trying not to bawl my eyes oh. out. And people are like, are you okay? I'm like, leave me alone. No, you know what book means? No, you're crying. I'm struggling here. No, in high school, we had to read Of Mice and Men. And oh, that yeah. Book. Yeah, we had to read that one. There was another Lenny's one. Lenny's my boy. Yep. There was another book. I don't know if you guys had to read it, but we had to read it. It was about, oh, God, I wish I remember what it was called. Something Child about. it. No, there That's was a sad. mouse, and they were doing experiments on the mouse, and the guy took the mouse home. Oh, my God. I, I don't know. I don't remember it. I feel I, like I know what you're talking about. Flowers like, for Algernon. Maybe. I, I believe it was, Did they do experiments on mice? and? I believe so, yeah. That sounds like flowers for Algernon. Flowers. But, yeah, mice and man, I remember reading that one. Um we had to read. I remember my sophomore year. We had to read a walk to remember. Oh, we didn't. God, the I movie. had a. Oh. This is uh, Shoemaker. I think was her name. I never had her. Can't remember. That that movie. Oh my god, it's. So I love Mandy Moore. God, Mandy Moore. God. Oh. That movie is just... tangled. Yeah. This is us. The TV show. Yeah. I remember watching. She's on it. Top notch. It's got her and Rocky's son. Oh, mom. yeah? He's also from Gilmore Girls. Chris has been watching Gilmore Girls like crazy. The you that we were talking about, what is he from? He's from something. He's not from Gilmore Girls, is he? No. Gilmore Girls is old. He uh, He was from something and... In... He looks like Superman. A skinny version oh. of Superman. In the face. He was on a, he was on a girly TV show. Maybe he's off Pretty Little Liars or I'm something. I'm looking it know. up right now. I don't know. Like I said, I don't, with that you show. Gossip Girls. There we go. It was so something it was. about girls. I fucking... <laughs> so you watched the whole... No, I've only seen four episodes, oh, right. but I saw the very end. I'm not going to watch it. They're anymore. coming... They're talking about coming out with the season two. I heard they already got it approved for season two, and okay. they're already working on season three. Nice. I would be so happy about that. This is the thing, though. Okay, so... So, okay, you came in at what, like? Episode four, I believe. No, not you, him. Oh. Like I said, I came in probably with like That's, three or four episodes on? left. Uh, him and the girl just got back Spoilers. Together. Spoilers. <laughs> For me. You've uh, already watched it. I didn't watch all of it. Remember, I, I fell asleep and you left the room and finished snoring. it. I told you what happened, though. I don't care. At the very, very end. I'm yeah. telling anyway. you. 
fucking. You're not gonna watch it anyway. Yeah. I'm not gonna watch it now. But uh, I think <laughs> they just got him and that girl just got together. Brooke, whatever together. her name was, they just got back together, and then they were like, "Hey, better be careful." Whatever he did to his last girlfriend, and then she starts like digging. And then yeah, then she kind of just started going around, and then he began to snap and crack on pop. And see, so I actually came. I watched all of it in one day. And I don't ever do that. Like, I had been working a lot, and I had the weekend off. It was the first weekend I had no work, no kids. And I'm, I'm just like, he was at work. I'm going to just find something and watch it. So I found this, and I loved it. It was very <laughs> – and for once, the bad guy wins. Like, the bad guy, he won because he kills her in the end. Mm-hmm. He kills her. He gets away with it. And I was – and he played such a good bad guy and was very, like – it made me to the point where, like, bitch, you have this good guy, like, respect him. Like, what? I mean, he did that good as... He's, he's a bad guy that you root for. Yes, and then he is. Root, he really but is. then if you sit and think about it, you're like, he's a terrible human being. He is a terrible yeah. human being. But his intentions were good. He wanted to be a good guy. And he was a perfect boy. He wanted to give her the world. She just wouldn't let him give it to him. Or give it to her. I don't know. I, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I don't see it, it that way. <laughs> I no. see it. He was a psychopath. He was. Who was extremely possessive. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's 50 but she shades also, of gray. She also gave him reasons to be possessive. She cheated on him with her therapist. I, I Trust me, I understand And he that. was used to being cheated on. So he had his reasonings to but be... But he had severe psychological issues before... Oh, yeah, his first way before that. even cheated on him. No, because she was... She gave him reasons, though. But He I mean, caught her cheating on him. The she guy caught that, him, he caught her fucking a dude in a car. The guy that raised him used to literally beat the shit that out of him and lock did. him in the he room. So he was a damaged psychological individual. But. Damaged psychologically already. And then. You didn't get to see him take it. care of that little boy, though, outside of his apartment, though, right? I saw a little bit of that. So there was a little boy that lived outside of his apartment. His mom was used a to come into the crack bookstore whore, all the time, yeah. And she was dating a, an uh, abusive, dude, abusive yeah. alcoholic. And he, I mean, he took care of it. He that doesn't had, that doesn't mean he's not I a psychopath. Know. He had good intentions. He See, really he did. saw himself in that kid. Maybe. Maybe. That's that's it. That's that there's no maybe. That's he it. He had good intentions. He <laughs> he wanted to provide everything for his girlfriend and be good to her. She just Everything wasn't can be justified. Everything. It can. But that's what I'm saying. His character was so good that you wanted him to win. And when he won, I was like, "Yes." I didn't want him to win. I wanted to win. <laughs> I was like, dude, this guy's gonna crack, and it's gonna be. Awesome. I was surprised that watching he won. him go down. And then I was it, surprised then... that he won. Well, I mean, you know, and I'm excited for season two because season two ends, or season one ends. His ex girlfriend he thought was dead shows up, mm-hmm. so I'm excited for that. So what's he gonna do? Murder her? Uh, maybe because he maybe thought he, he already, already did. Tried. But this makes me want to read the books because I like books. But I've already watched the movie that I don't want to read the book, but at the same time... I, I did the read same it. thing with Harry Potter. I already saw the first two movies, so I just started on the third book. See, I, uh, I read the first four books for Harry Potter, and I got halfway through the fifth one, and I was like, dude, this one sucks. Yeah, Order of the Phoenix was Order rough. Order of the Phoenix was terrible. I did watch the first Fifty Shades, and I went to the first Fifty Shades book. Watched I watched the, the first Fifty Shades movie, and... As I was watching it, I was like, this is the worst thing I've ever watched in my life. No. See? So you haven't seen the other movies? No, I refuse to. They're cheesy. The books are good. So, along with, okay, Christian Grey was 
raised, you know, his mom was a crack whore and she was abused, he was abused, and then he gets adopted. Blah, oh, that's blah, blah. with the you thing. I, right, and I get It that. really gave off that Fifty Shades I, vibe, and I was like, the way it was filmed, even. Really? Like, the color of it and kind of the demeanor the characters gave off. I was like, this is Fifty Shades. See? This is what it is. And I absolutely off. love Christian Grey's character because he's very, he... He wasn't psychopathic. Like, he didn't want to harm his girlfriend. Yeah, he he was a little... He was... Okay, yeah. Sexually, <laughs> yes. No, he was I just meant, abusive. He was emotionally he and was. psychologically abusive. <laughs> Not physically. Yes, but <laughs> I liked the fact that he was... Just so over, like not overprotect. He wanted to protect her. He wanted to provide for her. He was like, "This is my girl, and I'm going to take care of her." I, I. So what we're seeing here is she likes characters because they are her, um, her vision of perfection, the perfect guy. What we're seeing. I like is, characters because my ex husband didn't take care of me. He didn't care if I was. And and now we've know why. I was. He he didn't care how guys talked to me. He didn't care how guys treated me. And I'm very. I like guys who are gentlemen. I'm like, this is my woman. I'm gonna show it. And I'm proud but of her. But is that really gentleman though? It is if you're not controlling her. But he was. He wasn't. He wasn't. He was still allowing her to go do things like with he, his permission. allowing. Yeah. Like with Christian Gray, it was you have to watch you have the to other have movie. my permission to do this stuff. Right. And some things. And she was like, "Fuck you! I'll do it on my own." And he learned to live through that. Yes, he grew up and really fucked up. Whatever. You just have to watch it. Like I said, movies. I haven't seen the last two movies. I don't ever They're good. Pretend to. They're decent. I don't trust you. They're not my favorite movie. They're not. Okay, now you can trust that. Because I said they're not my favorite. That is true. Okay. I, can. I didn't say, oh my God, they're so good, Matt. So, best movies ever. <laughs> so going on from the way he is, I also like that he's very dominant. I like that. Like, not like I'm telling you what to do, but. In control. In control, but not in a controlling way. Talking to your sense. mic. I'm talking into my mic. Yeah, but it was over here for like half of it. Okay, but... Like right now. <laughs> I was showing you. But no, I like that he was very... Uh, the dominance. I like that. I, uh... I remember watching the first Fifty Shades movie, and I was just like... Alright, so I know the backstory of this was basically just fan fiction for Twilight. <laughs> that's what the author admitted it oh really yeah she, oh. she it's it's fan fiction for twilight that's what she wanted um you just don't have the vampires and the werewolves this time um it's same it's, color palette too yeah in the movie i mean <laughs> they're both in washington are yeah. you team edward or team jacob jacob from the movies i didn't read the books Jacob. Why Jacob from the movies? Because he's hotter. <laughs> Period. See? Point blank done. Okay, well, let me tell you this. Not to interrupt you, I'm Team Edward because... The books. I... No, well, the books and the movies... My wife is Team Edward because of the books. <laughs> because if you've watched and you've read, Team Jacob, or Jacob is this horny teenage boy. He wants Bella because he's a horny teenage boy. Edward grew up from the time where he he's was a gentleman. Animal. He isn't controlling. <laughs> Are you seeing the pattern here? Edward was the gentleman. He wanted to take care of Bella. He wanted what was best for her. Every person that I've heard is like Team Edward from those movies or books. They're like, he just only wanted to do his protector. And 
I, I'm, so hearing you talk about but you, you who's, see? The guy, uh, who's the guy who's like, well, he just wanted to do what's best for him. Exactly. Team and then okay. 50 Shades, protector. Then <laughs> Edward, protector. I am just like, big why don't advocate. you like Tony Jaw? He's the protector. <laughs> I like men oh, who... Fuck. I like What's men, up, Felipe? I like men who are like, this is my woman and I want to take care of her. I want to provide for her. I like that. And the same characteristics in Edward are in Gray and in the guy from you. I really think it's because they're all derived from the same thing. I don't know, because Edward didn't have a horrible background growing up. He only, you know, was killed and then damned for all eternity. (laughs) I would love to be a fucking vampire. He was forced to live through all of his love's deaths. He, uh, no, he I really die. don't think anybody would like to actually be a vampire. I totally would love to be a vampire. I grew up love. I was. I love vampires. Matt, you are magnificent man meat. Thank you. According to Felipe. Oh, thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. You I concur. You. Speaking <laughs> of uh, Team Edward. Oh yeah, go ahead. There's a rumor going around. Oh, yeah, a very big rumor. Do you want to wait until he finishes what he was saying about... No, is, I don't have anything special. Oh, okay. I was going to say, is it that important? No. No? Okay. okay. So, there's a big rumor floating around. Um, and, you know, the, it got told to me today by Mr. Brandon Stone. He's like, so, have you heard about the new Batman casting? Okay, but Well, not even that. Let's lay out the groundwork. So, Matt, is it Matt Reeves is the director? For the new Batman movie. I think. I don't know. He gave an interview, I think it was to IGN recently, um, stating that, you know, Batman, Batfleck will not be working. Yeah. You know, the new, kind of giving some background of what I the Batman's going to be. because he was an alcoholic. He's always been an alcoholic. Uh, his insurance is just too high. But Batfleck Essentially. will be no more, and they're going to recast Batman. He is saying goodbye to the role, period. From what? The interview said. And DC is going to focus more on like single movies. And they're not doing a DC EU anymore. No, right? it's, they're they're not focusing on building and building a universe. It's not. Not it's, like Justice League. No, they're it, they're From just. What I heard they're focusing on basically the multi universe. They keep DC doing movies universe. like That's Aquaman, cool. and they're. Well, they're not. Well, <laughs> well, they are, but. If if they can keep creating stuff like Aquaman, which we all think Shazam's going to be good. Yeah. Wonder Woman was great, and I think Wonder Woman 2 is going to be just as good. Mm-hmm. Um, if they just keep building off of that, if they can keep Henry Cavill as Superman, then I think they can continue with Justice League. Just it'll be hard. But we'll see. But anyway, so yeah, Matt Reeves gave up, gave that groundwork, and then apparently there was a new rumored cast for uh so brandon told me this he's he he i saw this the other day by the way he he starts with this he goes so there's a rumor a new rumored um casting for batman i'm like oh he goes now keep in mind nearly every time there's a new casting for batman everybody flips their shit and goes oh he's gonna fucking suck and they typically prove us wrong I mean, do you remember? Do you remember when Ben Affleck was announced? Oh yeah, no, I was. And we're like, the, no, Daredevil. Blue. I was one of the few people that was actually like, I think he'll do great. As soon as I, I, I was like, eh, I don't know. And I actually, as a kid, liked Daredevil. As a kid, keywords. But as soon as I saw that first image as Batman, I was all on board. 
I wasn't even once they announced the I sad was man. Like, the sad like, man. I think he'll be all right, and then sad flick, bat flick. I heard an interview with Matt Damon, and they asked Matt Damon about. It, and he's like, "I like it's that hard to play Batman," and I was like, "He's right." So, I but like, can you do both roles? Because it's two roles. Well, either way. Ben Affleck was great. I thought he was going to be great anyway because he's an Oscar winner. Mm-hmm. At, yeah. At so, this point. You know, whatever. But the person you told me today <laughs> literally, <laughs> no. <laughs> That's all I can say is no. Robert Pattinson. Yes. And I'm going to agree too. No. I don't know. God, no. Please, I, no. I, honestly, I don't want to see it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait until if it, if it is true, I'm gonna wait until I do see it. I'm gonna give it a chance. That's a surprise that you say that about. I'm me. gonna give it a chance, but because I think so, I've I've seen him in a total of three roles. Well, they're, they're focusing on, it and they're all the same. I like him. No, it's not all the same. He's, Two of them are the same. He's a dull actor. It's very dull. Uh, he was Cedric Diggory in Harry Potter and the Goblet yeah, and of Fire. Died. <laughs> yeah, but he was way different than. Edward that Cullen. was when he was younger before. I know, fucking, like, and, and he's completely and then unimportant. After, and then after Twilight, he he's the same thing. I really don't even he, think he was different. He was barely in the movie. It's whatever. He, he wasn't. Well, I mean, in Goblet of Fire, he still, when he, like, was on the, his voice was the same as when he was Edward. But no, I love, I love him, but no, I don't think he'll be good. I don't think he's, Batman, he is, okay, so he might have that charming effect that Batman or Bruce Willis has. But he doesn't have Bruce that. Willis. Bruce Willie? <laughs> no, Bruce, Bruce Wayne. Willie. I said Bruce Willis. <laughs> yeah, you said, Wayne. You said Bruce up. Willis. I did. Anyway, he'll have that charm, but he won't have that badass that it takes to be Batman. Because, I don't know. I don't think he will. He can maybe play a younger Batman. I don't know. Well, they're focusing on Bruce Wayne, but not Batman. They're, from what I heard, it's kind of going to be similar to year one, Batman, year one. Okay. But... I just don't like him for the role. I think if they're going to focus on a younger Batman, the best person to get... Dude, I can't even tell you an actor. That would have been good for a younger version of Batman. But uh, I really just want uh, like Jason Momoa's son. He has a son, right? No, I think his daughter. Well, I, I hope he has a son, and I hope like twenty years down the line he plays uh, Terry Guinness in Batman Beyond. Meanwhile, Michael Keaton plays old man Batman. Old man Batman. Old man Bruce Wayne. Yeah, I would love to see that. I mean, that's been talked about, but everybody wants to see a Terry McGinnis and Batman Beyond movie. Um, yeah. yeah, I can't even give you an actor who I think would be good. Maybe that kid from Wizards of Waverly Place. Uh, the oldest brother. <laughs> there's been talk. I mean, Nate Nate Phillips and Veronica and Sarah, they all watch Gotham, and they think the, the kid who plays Bruce Wayne on there should would be an awesome young Batman. <laughs> I don't know if they'll bring him from television. To yeah, I doubt it. Silver screen, though, you know? What's up? What do you got? Does your grandma, does she watch this ever? Doubtful. So Which grandma? It. Tyner. Yeah. So I posted an hour ago right before the show. I said, what do you want to hear us talk about tonight on the podcast? Or what do you want to discuss with us? She goes, I have no discussion other than clean up what you say. Talking bad doesn't make you a big person. Mm. But does she ever watch this? I don't know. I don't ever see. Uh, see I don't ever talk bad. So I'm not friends with her. So it doesn't pop up. Yeah, she's that... not friends with her. But, you know. 
it doesn't ever she I'm doesn't ever pop up. I don't, I'm not friends with like almost any of my family members. Oh, I'm friends with a lot of my family. I'm not. Uh, her mostly. I just I just don't want to disappoint her. Yeah, <laughs> I post some weird stuff, yeah. and I just know she's just not gonna. She she's just not gonna be all right. I was like, should I add her? Like, I don't ever post anything. every other family member. I know they're either just gonna ignore it or not, or they're gonna get it. Her, she's gonna see it, immediately call me up and be like, "What's this supposed to mean?" <laughs> and should be like offended and disappointed in me, and like, <laughs> grandma, stop. like completely remove me from the family. It's like, nah, I'm good. She like, wants to disown him because he has tattoos. Go, go. But no, I I don't post a whole lot because I just like bad things. I don't know. I just don't. But I also work in the health field. And in the health field, it's a little easier to offend people and get your job taken away from you. I see something that I think is funny and I share it. I just <laughs> share memes. Yeah. Like, I've I, been I mean, sharing advertisements for my job. In today's <laughs> world, I mean, they especially when you work with customers or patients so much, they can, you can get in trouble for what you post on Facebook. Mm -hmm. So I just have always watched what I post because I don't want, and there's people that I see that I've worked with that take care of people. And I think, well, for instance, there was a, when I worked at the eye doctor, there was a girl that always posting things about smoking weed and shit. And not that I'm against that, but if a patient saw her page, would they be comfortable? Which I think different than a patient, but you know how people are nowadays. Dude, oh, why why do you have them as an employee? Like, well, that's bad. That's more like the old school thinking. Like, I think people but there's more. There's so many old school. Well, yes, yeah, still, but and depending on what field you, you work in, the medical field, you're dealing with a lot of old school thinking. You are. Yeah, that's very true. But I mean, I think I think a lot of people are more moving towards the Not more modern way school. of thinking. Even young people, conservative thinking. Even young people, when they think right, when they're supposed to think right, think that old school way because it may not be how they think, but it's the it's a respectful way. Like my managers, she's young, but I don't see her being okay if I post things about smoking pot and all like double shit and like all this, and she probably would be like, nah. Think? Do you think the term pot is like so outdated? <laughs> I feel I feel it's so weird to hear it now. Now that I've been more engulfed, not that more not that I do hear weed more. Not yeah. Now that I, I mean, not that I smoke or anything. I'm gonna go Miranda. I know. But like, I I just don't ever hear pot anymore. I don't hear, I I hear, I don't even hear anything for it. I just hear, hey, you want to smoke? Yeah, there's you get that three four. I hear I hear more I'm, I hear more things making fun of it than like actually referring to it yeah. like jazz cabbage. Then I hear green. I hear jazz. I love I love the term jazz cabbage. 420 is jab, jazz cabbage festival. Yep. Jazz cabbage festivus. I don't know. As far as like that kind of thing, I mean, I'm in the mindset of the reason why it's illegal is because of they were afraid that it was going to ruin the newspaper industry. Because hemp was a viable competitor to paper. Yeah. So... They used to say that it would make you fall in love, it would make white women fall in love with black men. Oh, that's, so that's a why became, huge no-no back then. That's why it became illegal, uh, according to history. And uh, the fact that it's still illegal to me blows my mind. Oh, it's because big pharma. Yeah. That, that that that's their biggest. That's that is marijuana's biggest competition is big pharma. It's not even conservatives anymore. Yeah. So, I'm just. I'm waiting for the day where 
And I think it's coming here within the next probably 15, 20 years where it's going to be legal all... It's going to be federally legal. I, I wait for that day. And uh, Not that I'd really be... Not that I would be able to smoke it still because I guarantee Subaru would well, still be like, nah. Even if it's going to be legal... Like, it's... Even in the states, it's legal now. A job can say... Yeah, exactly. To smoke Private company. Yeah. If if you work for them, they have every right to say, "Hey, you cannot." Yeah, well, I mean, I'd put pants on because I'm pretty sure when I got up, my underwear was nice. Showing. I could just feel it. <laughs> nah. So sorry, live stream. You saw my underwear. Pretty sure. But uh, yeah, I, you know, we're going. I think towards that. But the fact that it's legal to me, like. Have you heard Stop about it. the new stuff that's being sold in Lafayette? Nope. So, my mom... So, there's some CBD oil places around town. Mm-hmm. There's a place on Earl that sells stuff. And they have been having an interview on uh, Channel 18, I think mm-hmm. it was, about it. It looks like marijuana. It smells like marijuana. But it's not marijuana. But it's natural. And what, what all were they saying, or what was she saying about it? Like, it, it only has, like, 0.03, like, THC or something. Mm-hmm. It's legal, anyway. But it's supposed, like, they have three different kinds. One's for anxiety, one's for sleep, and one's for pain. But they're selling it, and, I mean, apparently it's supposed to be like marijuana. But it's not. But it's natural. It's not like that spice shit that yeah, will that get you high, but that's not natural. Making everybody fucking freak out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's legal, it's legal, but I just make it legal. People want to do it. Let them do it. It's natural. I, I think it that is. with every drug, it's natural. And it, even with like heroin, if you want to do it, do it. It's not my life. You're ruining it. Yeah. See, that's where you're wrong. I mean, depending on who it is. Cause my brother, I have another brother who's a drug addict and he has been into some hard shit and he does i mean you when you're that hard into drugs it can ruin the people you're involved with their life just because i mean i remember being a little kid and him coming home high as fuck talking to his shoe like it was a telephone just that or like just disappointing like oh i'll be clean and then you fight and try to defend him and push all these people like fuck drug abusers kill him like no he's a person it's a disease blah 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 and then they just turn around and just like See, disappoint like, I, you. So, I mean, it does, in a way, affect... I, I understand that, but I'm one of those... Emotionally. I'm pretty cold in that sense where, you know, I have family members that do that shit, and I just go, all right, fuck them. I don't care. See, and that's where I've kind of learned from him, because there are so many times I can put myself out there, and you disappoint me and make me look like an idiot. And now... Because I used to be, like, when people would say, fuck drug abusers, it's a... It's not a disease. Fuck that. Like I would, I would get pissed and hurt, upset. Like no, it is a disease. You guys don't understand. And he's just proven to me so many times that they were right. Like you know what it's like to be clean. You spent the last two years in prison. You chose to get high again. Mm-hmm. You could have stayed clean, but you wanted to get high. So you're right there proving to me that it's not a disease, and you just want that. And now I'm just like I don't even know when the last time I talked to him was because. Yeah, for me... Like, so now I'm like, I don't. I'm like, fuck that. When I look at, like, things like that, I just... I'm not one of those people that are, like, very pretty sympathetic for people that are like, oh, no, it's a disease. Addiction is a disease. 
No, it's not. No. That's my opinion. It's not. You do it by choice. Now, I see that. I, I, I do. I do think. Hold it, on. It can be hard to. I do think certain people, like different people's brains are wired differently. And there some people's brains are wired to, to want things more. But here's the thing. I think they use them. I, here's my thing with addiction. It's a coping mechanism. Yeah, it is. That, That's all exactly. it is. That's what it you is. can choose to do something else. Yes. But you fall into this pattern that you're not really like, it's, it's comfortable. That's why you choose to do it. And it's easy. But, and that's, I completely agree with that. Like alcohol, like these people that was like, I dated a girl, you know, this girl whose dad was constantly drunk. I'm not going to say any names. Hopefully my mom. I'm trying to think of who, trying to think of who but, it would uh, be. He ended up passing away because of his liver gate though. Yeah. And, uh, when I would talk to him, like this is a guy that would wake up at three o'clock in the morning, start drinking. And drink until he passed out at like nine o'clock, ten o'clock at night. Yeah. And he would say, "Well, I do it because it just helps the pain." Like no, I no, buddy. I agree with that. I agree that it's a coping mechanism because that's what my brother would use it for. Is he would use that excuse, like he doesn't want to be an adult. He doesn't want to go to work. He doesn't want to have to provide for himself. He doesn't want to be an adult, and he he would fall. And say that that was his excuse, like oh, I just can't handle it. No, that's the easy way out. Mm-hmm. I don't think it is a a disease. You may be mentally ill, and that leads to drug addiction. But drug addiction itself is not a mental disease. It's it's people trying. Like I said, it's a coping mechanism for them to deal with hardships that they don't feel like they can face. Yes. Up front. Yeah. So I, they try to get into a different state of mind mm-hmm. to where. It doesn't seem as hard. I completely agree with that. That's like the perfect way yeah. to put it. Sounds about right. It is. Because I'll be honest, like, life's hard. I it know is. it's hard. It I is. Struggle. Do I want to fucking work every damn day of my life? No. But I don't turn to drugs. Yeah. But, like, going back to what we were talking about, like, I've, I've smoked weed before. Mm-hmm. I've, Me too. I have epilepsy. And people were telling me to try it. Mm-hmm. Well, whenever I would try it, I would start twitching even more than what I did. And when I would talk to my neurologist about it, they're like, oh, yeah, well, here's the thing. Don't use recreational marijuana because that's actually a convulsant and it it can cause seizures. So for the people who are like, oh, yeah, just smoke weed. It doesn't work like that, people. Trust me. (laughs) I don't know. So why do you think that drug addiction's a disease? I didn't say that. Oh, I thought you said you did. No, I didn't. I said certain, like... We, all, all of our brains are wired differently mm-hmm. and we are, accept different substances differently. Uh, however, like at the same time, like everyone has some sort of addiction. Yeah. Like we all have something that gets us going and, you know, and we keep going back to it and keep going back to it. We, it's hard to let it go. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be a substance. It, it can be an it activity. Can be, it can be a person. It can it be. It can be pop. Yeah. It because can be my, my dad tried to explain that to my younger brother one time because my mom smoked cigarettes. And my younger brother, when he was younger, threw a fit about that. And my dad's like, go drink and pop. Pop is just as much an addiction as cigarettes. Is. Yeah, caffeine is the most addictive substance on earth. So, or not just fast food. Like, you know, so yeah, there is. But, I don't know. It's all about lifestyle changes. And Can you imagine if Tyler was here with it for this conversation? 
We wouldn't get a word in. No, we wouldn't. And uh, <laughs> it'd be <laughs> it'd be a lot of yelling. <laughs> Hang the drug abusers. <laughs> like I said, it's just there's a, like like you said, people are wired differently. Yeah. But in the in the end, I will I will say this it, again. It's it, it's to cope with mm-hmm. what they feel like they need to face. Yeah. And that can be. I think anything. every. Like, I'll say this: when I was in Chicago, I am pretty sure I had depression. I didn't like want homesickness. Not and... even that. It was just my health was bad. My every, like I didn't. Something just wasn't right. And the only thing I ever wanted to do was just play video games, because it took me out of the misery that I was in and put me in a fake little world that I didn't mm-hmm. even have to think about. Yeah. And I did that by choice. Just I, like you, your addiction is being on your phone. All the time. I could I could have went and like started like running, doing push-ups, working out. Yeah. And stuff. That puts a lot of effort into it and people don't want to put effort exactly. into things. I didn't want to I didn't want to do the I didn't want to do the effort and put in the the work for mm-hmm. any of that stuff when I could easily just turn on my computer and start playing a game and not even worry about it. I was like, this is easier. Uh, it's like, like talking about working out. Like I say all the time I want to work out, but I use the excuse. I'm too tired. I work all the time. I'm exhausted. And I am. And I always just, I always, I don't want to work out when I'm this tired because I'm not going to do the full workout. I'm not going to get the best results. Whereas if I just do what I can, that's better than nothing. Yeah. But I'm still going to use that excuse. I'm not. I'm too tired. No, I mean, lately, here lately, you have been pretty tired. You've yeah. been having a hard time sleeping. You've been, been. getting my, up at 3 a.m. My and, schedule for work is ridiculous. And then and then, then we have we have the kids, and, you know, they don't make it easy to go to sleep because they're in and out of bed. And it is true. Like, like you don't want to work out being that exhausted because you can't oh, no. yourself. You aren't going to do it the right I mean, way. I mean, I went to the gym this morning. Oh, that that's a story we're going to get into here in a second. Last night? Yeah. Um <laughs> I went to the gym this morning to do leg day and I I did every day's leg day. <laughs> I did uh four sets of squats and some lunges and then I said screw this I'm going to do a couple sets and by that I mean literally I just did two sets of uh just hammer curls <laughs> cuz easy and I was like oh there's my biceps <laughs> like I got up at 4 a.m. to go to the gym and basically do a whole lot of nothing because I was just exhausted and why was I exhausted? Because last night, so I went to bed maybe about 9.30 and uh, went to sleep. I wake up at 2 o'clock a.m. <laughs> and then for, I, I don't know why I woke up. It, it's irrelevant. But I, so I woke, I woke up and all of a sudden, like I, move, I make a move or something and she – her over there, my wife just puts all of her weight and force into whatever she just did and just moved. <laughs> that woke me up even more. And I was like, so that got me thinking or something. And I was like, and then so I, I would, I would kept breathing and she would just move. And every time she moved, she like just put all <laughs> of her force into it, you know, like, and I remember her telling me like, and uh, when we first started dating, 
that and she would stay the night when I would start snoring, she would like just purposely mo- try to purposely move, move around to like wake me up a little just a little bit to and stop us snoring and knock me out of it, you know? That's what Kristen does. So I thought that's what she was doing. But but I'm not done. <laughs> I'm not done. So but um I didn't I, I chose to not say anything. I let her do it because I didn't know if she was asleep or not. Maybe maybe she was just sleeping hard and all that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought she was asleep and I didn't want to risk waking her up. And then, you know, like because I know she doesn't she has a hard time getting back to sleep. She has a hard time sleeping. So I just wrote it out. I didn't. I And I, I was up for an hour and a half. I do. So experiencing this. <laughs> I I do. I have a hard time falling asleep. I'm weird, and if I hear any kind of noise other than the fan going, like his snoring or deep breathing or a dog barking or, like, a clicking, I can't sleep. I'll sit there and I'll listen to it. Or I'll just think about whatever. I can't fall asleep. Finally, when I do fall asleep, I wake up multiple times throughout the night. Like, the other morning, I woke up at 1 o'clock in the morning, and I was up the rest of the night. Do you have TV in your bedroom? I do, but we don't turn it on. Are you on your phone? A lot at night? Not when I go to bed. If I wake up, I've always heard, like, if you wake up in the middle of the night or if you're trying to fall asleep, like, step away trying to do something. And then, so the other morning I did, when I woke up at 1, I went out to the couch because he was snoring and I couldn't fall back asleep. I went out to the couch, tried to lay there. I tossed and I turned. I was like, okay, well, I'll get on my phone, try to kill some time. Got on it for maybe, like, 10 minutes, put it down, toss and turn, and I just stayed awake. But, so... I have tried, like, over-the-counter, like, sleeping pills. They always make me drowsy and feel like shit the next morning. So I quit taking those. I went to my doctor. They tried prescribing me some kind of, like, motion sickness that will help me relax and sleep. But I didn't do shit. And then everyone's like, melatonin, try that. So for the last week, I tried melatonin. That did nothing for me. So yesterday, because it was the, not last night, but the night before is when I was up at 1 a.m. And then I had to go to work. 4 to 12 30 and I was exhausted so I went to the store and got over the count like Z-Quil mm-hmm. that shit took some last night I was like okay 8 30 I'm going to bed I'm tired kicking in whatever like an hour later my daughter comes charging in our room like screaming at me and crying and it woke me up and I was like what the fuck he got her out went back to bed and I don't, I remember waking from 12 o'clock on, I do remember waking up like every hour, but I don't remember tossing and turning like that because it put, it doesn't put me in a like relaxed sleep, but I don't remember tossing and turning and throwing all my weight like that. And then I woke up feeling not relaxed, not well rested. Like I got hit by a truck and. Well, the reason I, I thought you thought I was snoring was because I had a whistle in my nose because it, it gets really dry in here. Snoring or deep breathing. To me, is the same. If I hear that, I'm going to be like. I had a whistle in my nose. Stop when it. When I'm awake, I breathe directly. I only breathe through my nose. When I'm asleep, apparently I breathe through my mouth. <laughs> well, here at Langley, he's been sleeping on his back or facing me right in my ear. Face I always go to sleep me. away from her. Face away from me. I always go to sleep away from you. You don't sleep away from me, though. I have been. You haven't been? I have been because I know this. He rolls over. But, like, my my left shoulder hurts so bad because I have to take that pillow and, like, 
shove it in my ear. <laughs> I hate that and I like that, but it's, I, and I've always been that way. Kristen's like that. Before we got together, she had to sleep in complete silence. And I was like, I have to have a fan. Uh, no, I have to have a least. fan. And that's the only thing I want to hear. That's all. But she's so, like, she she hits me if I'm snoring. And I guess lately, it's, I've been, like, sick for, like, the past month trying to get over some sinus thing. So I've just been, like, snoring like crazy. So past few nights, she's been going out to the couch. That's what I've been doing. And yeah. I, felt, I feel bad It's uncomfortable. Bad it's it. uncomfortable. And I'm just like, I'm sorry. Well, see, and I feel bad. I feel bad, too. I feel bad that we all it's, feel bother- bad. it's bothering me that much to go to the couch. Like, and the thing, like, when we got together, it wasn't that bad. Like, he would cuddle up next to me, put his head on me, and he'd snore a little, but I could just deal with it and fall asleep. It's only been recently that it's really been bothering me, and maybe it's the new job and the weird I think schedule. I think you're just stressed and having a hard time going to sleep. That might be it, because it's only been recently, and I've been going out to the couch, and it's uncomfortable, and I hate that, because I don't want to sleep away, but I feel bad. That he feels bad for that. I feel terrible. I feel bad that you feel bad, which makes me feel even worse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel terrible. It, it does, and and I don't, I don't want. And I remember, but it's I've always it's been this way, like with my ex. You could always try changing your diet up a little bit. Fuck that. No, they say that's really like a lot of it comes from. That your could diet. be because I've been drinking more pop and eating shittier, but it all depends on when you eat too. With my ex, I remember I wore earplugs. Everyone's like, wear earplugs. I do. And I did with my ex. He snored so bad, I did wear earplugs. But then I had kids, and I didn't want to wear earplugs when I had babies. And and that's just uncomfortable, and I don't want to do that. And I just I just want to fall asleep. I've tried sleeping with earplugs. It doesn't work. It's uncomfortable. I just need to find a doctor that can give me something that will help me go to sleep and stay asleep. Earplugs also don't block out every frequency. So they block there out will there what will be you would do. Th- th- yeah, they they will block out certain things. Like I remember, so back when I first started working at Subaru, on I was on B line and on A line they had this alarm that would go off. It was a call light, but the only way to turn it off was to find the button that it was pushed on. And sometimes people would push the button, and it, they didn't need anything. They just push the button and walk away. And then this thing would be going off for like half an hour. And, like, no one could find where it was. Mm-hmm. So I started wearing earplugs whenever I was on a specific job that was closest to that, like, alarm going off. And so I started I, – I, the first time I put in earplugs, I was like oh, – then all it did was block out every noise but that. <laughs> I was like, damn it. <laughs> this, this time out. Worst idea ever. I think your grandma was watching when we were talking about her. I think so, too. She's been texting me. Oh, what'd she say? Um – Cause I on the thing that she commented on, I said I don't ever talk bad, and I'm not on the show that much, so I don't know what they say. And she goes, "Yes, I do watch. Sometimes the words leave me very upset." And then she comments on the on the feed and says, "Have to go play cards. It was nice seeing you." Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for say? watching, Grandma. <laughs> What's she saying? I to apologize. You? I'm, this is me. <laughs> is she playing euchre? I don't. Uh, probably bridge. I learned how to what did she text finally. you? Uh, tell your friend that he is so wrong about drugs. I don't know exactly what you were saying about drugs, but you're wrong apparently. Um, think about your Uncle Aaron. I don't have much to say about my Uncle Aaron. I'm assuming it's probably something to do with what I was saying about addiction. I'm probably on her bedside now. 
I, I don't I don't have much to say about my uncle Aaron. Uh, I don't really know much about his condition, the condition of his addiction or uh, his jail time or what's going on in his life. I've I, I've been I've been kept pretty out of the dark of that. I just know he's he's never really uncle, your uncle Aaron. Yeah, like I've, your dad's. Mm-hmm. Have we not? Have I met him? You have not because he doesn't come around. Uh, he's how kind, many brothers are there? Four. Drew, Adam, my dad, uh, Ashley, and Aaron. I mean, huh. here's the thing: like, I have experience in it as well. Like, I have cousins and, right. and such that are like that. Blaine knows these cousins because they were in our school. Yeah. And the stuff they do is by choice. I, yeah. And like I said, that's that's why I'll, I'll argue that until the day I die. Same there's, here. There's people that it might be something that they really feel like they have to have but in the end it's like do you really have to have it right or is it you just trying to deal with something that you can't handle right now that's why people join cults too <laughs> no and i and i do i mean i mean it when i say i was my brother's number one fan and rooter like so many people gave him shit for all his addiction I remember getting in fights with my parents. Like, I remember he came back from jail. He was like, oh, I'm all clean. You hit the microphone. I did. He's all clean, yada, yada, (laughs) but he wasn't. He was not clean. And he walked out of my parents, walked miles away, and I followed him. And that made my parents. (laughs) You can see the waveform where she hit the microphone. That made my parents hate me because I followed him. But in my mind back then... I was like, he's got a problem. He, these people need positive support. Positive support will bring them out of this. I don't know how many times I gave him my positive support and he just sh- shut it down. He shut it down. So, yeah, this last time when he got out of prison, he's like, oh, man, I really changed. And we're going to hang out and family Christmas and families and blah, blah, blah. And I would try to get him to do stuff. No. The only thing he ever wanted to do with me was... Oh, what are you doing tonight? You could ever come over and get drunk, and um, or hey, let's go and do this. Oh man, I'm with my buddy. Right, I'll see you tomorrow. No, you know what? Fuck you. You have proven to me that you don't want to be clean, and you only use me, and I'm not gonna keep People hurting don't myself if, unless they want to change. Yeah, that's how it is. That's he how does it's not want to be change. because people only look out for themselves. Yeah. In the end, that's what everybody does. Mm-hmm. Um. So, that's just, that's how I feel about it. Whatever, we don't need to talk about it again because we've already talked about this episode. Um, where where was it going? Oh, yeah, that's why they join cults too, man. Fucking cults are, uh, are just like drugs because of, uh, I saw it on an episode of Boy Meets World. Oh, my God. <laughs> and uh, Sean joins the cult and uh, it's because he feels empty, so he needs to cope. And it's called the center. And then Jonathan Turner gets in a motorcycle accident. So he brings a guy with him. It's a good episode. It's the last episode you see Mr. Turner until Girl Meets World. Ooh, oh, shit. Yeah. Cool. It's one of the great mysteries. What happened to Mr. Turner? He joined a cult. Because you're like, well, you're like, did he die? You don't know if he died or not. Then you find out that he like went to New York and married his nurse, and then he became the superintendent of the school that Corey taught at in New York City. Damn. 
continuity, man. Welcome, Mr. Nick Maxson. So, Nick. Hope you're enjoying this conversation. A boy meets world. <laughs> a boy meets world. Topanga and Corey are... I used to think they were relationship hey. goals. Oh, yeah. And uh, after watching the series again, they're not. Why? Because Topanga is very whiny and... Uh, Needy. Constantly is always just like, our relationship's not going to work out. And Corey has to do all this bullshit hoop jumping to get it to do, like, to work. Like, what kind of, like, 20-plus-year-old woman is freaking out so bad that because her parents are getting a divorce? Like, she's acting like a like eight-year-old child that blames herself yeah, for her parents. I'm not going to lie. If my parents got a divorce now, I'd probably be upset about I mean, that. yeah. But would you literally... I wouldn't ruin our relationship yeah, over it. that's no. what she did. No. Her and Corey are going to get married in, like, three months. She found out her parents are getting divorced, and she calls off their engagement. <laughs> Throw the fuck up. Oh, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, come on. Like, my parents have been divorced since I was two. Like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm a child of divorce. I'm a child of divorce. I'm a child of divorce. I am what I am. I am what I am. You know, it's sad. Well, it's sad, but not sad. I remember Best in seventh ever. grade, conflict resolution. <laughs> Nick Maxson says Topanga is bae. <laughs> Dude, she is fine as fuck, though. And she... And- I- Dude, back in, eh. back in the day when she was doing like the high school episodes, ooh, Topanga, Topanga, Topanga. She was banging. And then uh, she kind of got fat. I was never really into her. What's wrong with being fat? Just saying, she was banging. <laughs> and then she became plumping. <laughs> plumping. You know it's a real relationship going. I know it's a mother team drama. <laughs> He's all capping. Her life and worldview were crumbling around her. She was hurt. <laughs> oh my God. She was hurt, but you know what? Like being adult, you gotta you gotta act your age, not act like a fucking preteen who's like. Oh my well, God. not really that. You can't base your relationship on your parents' relationship. Exactly, but like it's pronounced like I said. Thick. If you want real relationship goals, go to another teen drama, Haley and Nathan from One Tree Hill. I never watched One Tree Hill. Dude, I didn't either, and then I watched it, and I was like, this is ridiculous, but I love it. <laughs> no. Nope. Everyone in that show is gorgeous, for one. You know what I watched growing up? Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That's what I watched. I, I saw Buffy. Do you guys see this on the camera right now? Yeah. Pudgy belly. You got a fupa. That's my pudge right here. Don't. I got one too. You got a fupa, brother. I do not. It's the fat upper penis. Area. I did not. I do not have a fupa. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't have a fupa. It's okay. You can have a fupa with me. Girls, it's it's different though. It's the fat upper pussy area. Oh, I know. Ah. Is that not what you did not know? No, I knew that. Oh, okay. <laughs> you said ah, oh, like oh, I did not know Ooh. that. Like oh my oh. god. Where have you been? I recommend watching One Tree Hill. Like I said, it's, it's on the CW app. It's dramatic as hell. Chris Pratt was, was in that, wasn't he? Uh, or am no. I thinking something else? No, Chris maybe Pratt's... I'm thinking the OC. No, I'm thinking something else. No, One Tree Hill. So what is it about? It's about this uh, the small town in North Carolina with these two brothers. They're half brothers, and the dad like disowns his firstborn. It doesn't even, like, recognize him. So, like, he lives with his, uh... So, like, the ranch. 
Okay, Chad <laughs> Michael Murray. With his, uh, his mom in this town. And then the dad lives with his new wife and his other son. He got these two girls pregnant within three months of each other. Darn. Wait, the dad did? Mm-hmm. Or the... Oh, damn. And it's, he, it's such a, like I said, drama-filled show where, like, they're, like, both really good at basketball and they're, like, both popular. I was right. Chris Pratt's on the OC. Is he on the OC? Yeah. You know, my ex gives me enough drama that I don't think I And Olivia Wilde. I'm just saying, it's a good show. But, like, it, it gets to a point where you're like, Did these high schoolers, that doesn't make sense. Like, there's one episode where this girl, like, has, like, a legitimate stalker guy trying to kill her. And it's like, I don't really know many high school students that would have this. Plus all the <laughs> other stuff that happened to them. I had a stalker. This guy was pretty bad. He, <laughs> didn't, say try, that. he didn't try killing me. He didn't. So, but I did. I had a stalker in high school. Like... So they had that. Then they had a school shooting episode where one of their friends actually, or previous friends, brought a gun and actually shot one of the characters. Who The girl he shot was the one that had the stalker later. And then after they graduate high school, they all are pretty successful at what they do. Like one guy goes to the NBA. The other one is like, a famous fashion designer from New York City. Like, it's kind of ridiculous, but you know what? I love it. It's a good ass show. <laughs> Have you watched the Ted Bundy? No, I want like, to. Watch it. That's funny because I have, uh, like, you know, the Ted Talks. Mm-hmm. The, episode, the episode for the stream is called Ted Bundy Talks. <laughs> yeah, I need <laughs> I would watch it. I you watch get it? it? Ted Bundy Talks. Like it. TED Talks, Damn, but Ted Jesus. Bundy. Yeah, I know, right? Like, God. <laughs> but, uh, no. Yup. Uh, well, I want to watch those. Last week when you guys had your podcast on here, I messaged him. I said, are you wanting to watch? Because I like documentaries. I haven't watched them here a lot. I thought you were asking me because you heard us talking about it on the show. Oh, I didn't know you were talking about it. Yeah, we were talking about it literally and you texted me. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't hear that. That's great. I was streaming. I was going through Netflix and... I really, I've been hearing a lot about it. I want to watch it. And I saw it, like, I'm 10 minutes in. I was like, shit, he might want to watch it. Do you want to watch it? He's like, yeah, quit watching it. I'm like, fine. You're going to knock that shit off. He didn't even get to fucking watch most of it because he slept through half of it. Yeah, we uh, slept through but a little no, bit of it. I probably it. can't watch it until Kristen is, like, in bed or I can watch it at a different time because she won't want to watch that. It was neat. Like I said, it she was... wants to watch Gilmore Girls right now. That's all she's been watching. It was very... And I don't want to say informative. It means history. And I remember my mom grew up in the 70s. So I had asked her, I said, do you remember hearing about Ted Bundy when you were you know, growing up? And she's like, yeah, why? And I'm like, oh, we're watching the Netflix documentary. And she's like, that's evil. Why are you watching that? And I'm like, it's history. And I keep hearing all this shit about like people are pissed or Netflix is pissed because they're sexualizing Ted Bundy, but really... People are te- sexualizing them, yeah. But really... He was a charming th- guy. He was. He's he, an attractive, charming like, guy. in the documentary, several people say, this is the guy I'd want my daughter to bring home. Well, that's what... So they're, they're doing a good job. They did a good that job. That was a big controversy when they cast Zac Efron. Mm-hmm. They did a good job the doing that. And they're like, it's just they're making him uh, more sexual. And it's like... His he was whole, supposed to be. Like... He would charm his way into women's homes, yeah. sleep with them, and then murder them. That's what he did. He even, like, and you'll see in the doc, he charmed the judges. 
Yeah. He charmed the he, the officer. He, he was he always said he was a law student. And then he decides when everything was going down in the end, he decides to represent himself. He is part of his own co-counsel. So uh, so they did a good job casting. He, he did not have on. a law degree whatsoever. Netflix wants to buy the new movie though for nine million dollars. That's what they did with the they interview, wanted, right? I would love to I I really want to, James Hetfield's in it. Is he? Yeah, he plays the officer that pulls him over hmm. and basically catches him, kind of. <laughs> it's his acting debut. <laughs> but, but it is. Ooh. I like documentaries. And it was you a very sad but true. <laughs> I, I did. I like it. You should watch it. It was really good. I will. I'll watch it. I, uh, I mean, yeah, he's a bad guy. I, I, I like watching stuff like that. and uh, It does kind of creep me out though, sometimes when I'm watching that. I really want to watch. There's a there's another one on there for uh, I think I think it's there's another one on there for Jeffrey Dahmer, like his interviews and stuff. And I want to I want to see that. There's that's a movie some, about that. That's right? some fucked. Know. That's some fucked up shit. Uh, my friend Jeff, my friend Jeffrey or Jeffrey yeah, Dahmer. Like that. Yeah, I want to watch that. I like to uh, I like to watch the uh, the stuff about like unsolved crimes or right. stuff about the serial killers. But we will as I'm watching it, him. I'm just like, ooh, that's creepy. Like the Zodiac killer stuff. What were you just watching about the? I wanted to watch it with you. We watched some episodes together, but you were watching it more without me. Oh, to make a murderer. To make a murderer about the. Or making a murderer. It was about the guy in uh fucking Wisconsin. Yeah. But what was it about? Uh, so okay, so he He got away with a murder. No, no, he didn't get away. He got proved. He he like thirty years ago. He spent like eighteen years in jail. Uh. On a falsely accused of uh, rape, yeah, I, m- I remember hearing. And then this. it turns out he wasn't even the one that raped her. He gets he gets out and he starts suing the county. He's about to get like three million dollars, and out of nowhere, he gets Murders. hit with a fucking murder charge. Yeah. So it's, on a, t- it's like a documentary of like. On top of that, like they they somehow manipulate his nephew into saying that he was an accessory and, and and that he helped him do it and all this and like he didn't know what he was doing and because his nephew's kind of dumb <laughs> like he was just he was like a 15 16 year old kid and he was just like he's not all there he's not he's kind of slow and the, they they basically told him they started asking the way they were asking him questions they were basically telling him what to say and he's like he, yeah now that they're leading of, the witness yeah, exactly. That's kind of like that show we show we watched. Um, the really stupid high school American Vandal. Yes, where they like she hasn't watched season one. I haven't, but we watched She's the watched second season, season. Have you watched the second season? No, I saw the first. season one was great. I haven't watched the, way no. better. Season one was way better. I didn't. I didn't draw the dicks. <laughs> yeah, I didn't draw the, the dicks, episode. dude. But no, that, that reminded me of how they were like question, like making him like shit, like. They're doing this in my head. I am the person that did this. Mm-hmm. That sounds interesting. I'll watch that too. Making a murder? Yeah. Oh, dude, it's fucking great because they're they're all Wisconsin and they're fucking like there's they have like actual phone calls and stuff from the like the prison to them and, the, and like, I didn't fucking kill them. <laughs> I I just don't get it. Like the truth's gonna come out and you know they're gonna know that I did not kill her. I'm gonna go call Maverick. All right. That's my birthday. Yeah. Happy shout out Maverick. Happy birthday. Well, You're five, bro. My stepson. My nephew just turned five. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah, there's these conversations and it's just like, all you hear is them going, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. just, it's just funny hearing them talk and like, you hear the word, you hear the word, yeah, so much. And like, they're, they're like really fucking Wisconsinite. They're, they're fucking Sconies. <laughs> they're Sconies, dude. They're fucking Sconies and I love it. I love the Wisconsin accent said, so I, I much. I like watching that kind of stuff. But like I said, creeps me out. I'm a chicken. I get, I get scared easy. Oh, this is not like creepy whatsoever. It's just, it's just like, it's frustrating almost because you're, you see all the evidence against, against the people that put them behind bars. Mm-hmm. And you're like, how is he going to get out of this? Like, but at the same, and at, and like, how is any of this standing up in court? And it's just like, it's, it's, it's just a, it's a story of corruption. I haven't finished season two. Well, it's funny that you bring that up. Cause you remember like those, like Casey Anthony cases yeah. and stuff from a couple of R- years ago? Vaguely. Yeah. And like people were just amazed that she was found innocent. Mm-hmm. And cause like, you know, we watch the news and we hear all about this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing. The jury, they don't have access to any of that stuff. No, they just have access to what they see in court. Yeah, like they were literally put in a hotel room with nothing, like no contact with like anything. So like, they they they're put in a courtroom. They take notes. That's it. Yeah, like they cannot be slayed by the media like we are. And I mean, not to say that she was innocent or guilty or not, whatever. Because I believe her crime was she killed her kids, or they said accused of killing her kids. Yeah, I think so. I can't remember. And I just remember the shock that people had when she was found innocent. But it's like, you know, these jurors, they don't have access to the same kind of uh, media sway that we do. Because I wonder with like, I've never, I've never done jury duty. Me either. I've been called once, but I didn't go because I had school. (laughs) I had (laughs) classes. And I was like, I'm not missing class. I've always, like, to me, I've always heard it's, like, basically life or death if you don't go. And, like, I, like that's how it's been, like, portrayed to me. Like, you have to go. You cannot get out of it unless you're, like, deathly ill or something. But it's, like, uh, from, like, as an, that was me before adulthood. Mm-hmm. Enter adulthood and, like, actually, like, like, real legit adulthood. Like, I turn 25. I get my discount on my car insurance adulthood. Yeah. <laughs> Like, all I hear is, like, people like, yeah, they called me up for jury duty, but I just told them I can't do it. <laughs> can't miss work. Can't miss work. And it's just like, oh. Yeah, so, I mean. seems It doesn't seem like as much of a hassle as. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like, I, I would assume that if I were part of a jury in, like, a major, let's say it's, like, a, just a, a case of. Uh, like, seriously, you, you can be, like, selected for case. jury duty, and you can call them up and be like, nah. <laughs> there's no way I don't feel like it oh okay but I feel like if you were a part of like these cases and you wouldn't have access to that you know I could see how th- these uh, like arguments could win you over to prove that someone's actually innocent because we yeah. want to think that we don't want to think of like in the case of the K- Casey Anthony case you don't want to think of a mother killing her child no like it happens though it happens but you don't want to think about but it. But you don't want to think about that. So your mind's going to immediately go, oh, no, she wouldn't have done that. But anyway, yeah, like, I like watching that kind of thing. Um, the documentaries and these unsolved crimes and that kind of stuff. Like I said, I really like the uh, the Zodiac killer stuff. 
Even mm-hmm. that movie with Jake Gyllenhaal. I thought that was pretty good. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. It was creepy. Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. That was a good movie, though. That was a good movie. It was really slow, and it wasn't quite... It, given I had zero information in my head about the Zodiac yeah, Killer, so I, I went in there thinking, oh, no. oh they're going to find this guy. And, uh... Oh. Do we have a guest? Hey, Maverick. What's up, dude? <laughs> Happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> the big five. Big five. How? I'm doing my podcast, dude. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Are you having a good day? Yeah. Yeah? That's good. That's that's all anybody can ask for. <laughs> That's my stepson, folks. I just wanted to yell, give the stripper a good laugh. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, I, I highly recommend making a murderer. I still need to finish season two, but like I didn't even realize they were going to make a season two. Like yeah. th- They recently reopened everything. Mm-hmm. And supposedly he's – so he's got this new lawyer who specializes in uh, – False act and bullshit cases like this, where yeah, so and she's she is like where I'm at in the series, she's convinced like this is bullshit. She's like we are gonna we are gonna expose this and we are gonna get him out of jail. So he's back in jail. Oh yeah, he's been in jail for ten years at this point, fourteen years for the murder. For the murder. So he was in jail the mur- for eighteen. Years. The murder supposedly happened roughly, I think, November third, two thousand five. Coming back? <laughs> she wants to say hi to you. Oh, okay. This is my stepdaughter. Nazira. Hey, Nazira. You can't hear me. No, I do. Okay, that's good. Hi, Nazira. You're on my podcast. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> that's so freaking cute. That's so adorable. <laughs> so this guy has been in jail for who's in jail for like 18 years a good portion had, of his life because of a false rape accusation originally 18 years i, I believe let me and then uh, he gets put back in jail for like another 14 for this murder accusation making a murderer uh, let's see here. This show tells the story of Stephen Avery, a man of Manitowoc County, Wisconsin, who served 18 years in prison for the wrongful, wrongful conviction of sexual assault and attempted murder of Penny Bernstein. He was again charged in 2005 and convicted in 2007 for the murder, the murder of Teresa Halbach. The connected story is that of Brendan Dassey, accused and convicted as an accessory in the murder. Yep. Wow. Yeah. That would have been funny if he, uh, they would have said he did this murder and it was at the same time he was in prison and he still got put in jail. Yeah. I mean, that's, sometimes that's how it fucking goes and that's bullshit. Yeah. Hello, Mr. Bigglesworth. <laughs> Baxter is currently loving all over Matt. It's probably because I got Dorito fingers. It might, might be. It's like, yeah, give me the Doritos. <laughs> So I'm drinking a beer right now. Beer. It's a uh, 450 Nuggets, which is 
uh, one of 450 North's uh, new distribution beers. They actually send it out to uh, liquor stores and whatnot. So the funny story behind this is, so my brother turned 21 last Thursday. Brady? Logan. Brady's been 21. That's what I thought. I was like, I thought Brady's been 21 for a few years now. He's going to be 23 this year. Uh, Logan turned 21. And uh, before I get into his 21st birthday story, which I don't don't know much of it, uh, it's a very brief story on my end. Uh, (laughs) I wasn't there. For one, yeah. For one, I wasn't there (laughs) or involved. Um, But no, so he, he come, him, my mom... My uh, my youngest brother Landon, who's I think about to be sixteen, um, and then Logan's girlfriend Kylie, they all came over. We played cards against humanity. Well, Logan comes over and he brings over two four packs of beer, four fifty nugs and payday, also by four fifty North. And he so he turns my brother turns twenty one, and instead of buying himself beer, he buys me beer. <laughs> twenty one, you're not supposed to buy yourself beer. People buy it for you. But he bought me beer. <laughs> I mean, good on him. Cool. Tyler has some beer now because he loves the payday. I hate the payday, but Tyler loves payday. And now, since Tyler's not here, he doesn't get to enjoy the payday. So, so fun. take that, Tyler. No, I get to enjoy. Hmm. Baxter on my lap. Yeah. Yeah. Maverick was like, "Where's Blaine? I want to say hi to him." <laughs> he never wants to say hi to me on the phone. I don't think they're having fun right now. I hear yeah. Michael in the background screaming at him. That's but unfortunate. Looks like he lost some weight. He did. A little bit. He did last summer. Yeah, he got real skinny. No, back to the back. Oh. He he had a lot of isu- a lot of health issues last summer. Yeah, like we kept finding blood all over his bed, and we're like, what the fuck? I so think I think I, it was document. It's documented on the show. Like he came up to Tyler, and Tyler was like, "You smell like asshole." <laughs> Oh, yeah. then he, he had a whole yeah. asshole. Yeah. I was talking about a few episodes back. Because I would go home uh, or go to his house on my lunch break because I didn't live far. Because I had an hour lunch. I just sit at his house and I was petting him. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, Duh. Baxter's got a hole on his side. He's like, what the fuck? He had an abscess that burst and it was nasty. So he did. He lost some weight. Yeah. I remember Baxter when Blaine got Baxter. Yep. Mm-hmm. He, I, I had him for a few months by the time you met him. Yeah. He's an asshole. He's Yeah, he was an asshole then, too. He's really not an asshole. He just chill. I don't know he if is. I've told this story, but literally, so, the, the day I got him, I was I was with my ex, Katie, and I had just, I had just started Subaru, like, a couple months prior. The story you just told your mom the other day? Yes. But I don't think I've showed it on the show. So I, I, we get Baxter and I immediately have to leave for work. Like that's how, just how, like what time it was. I was like, I was like, I, I'm just going to drop you guys off and I'm going to go to work. And I would kind of bum me out because I wanted to, like, I had always wanted my own cat. And, and I finally got him and I couldn't even hang out with him. First break comes and I get a text. I have a couple texts from Katie saying, um, we need to take him back. He's an asshole. I'm like, okay, like, why? Like, he, he's just mean. He's not getting along with anybody. I'm like, look at that. Is that I'm like, mean? no kidding. And I'm like, yeah, like, you just brought him into a house that has two toddlers 
three other cats and a couple dogs. Like, and on top of that, he's just in a new environment. He's not going to be happy. <laughs> and she's like, well, I, she, she had no argument against it. I was like, it takes time for cats to adjust. Like, it takes a couple weeks. She's like, I've never had a cat take that. I'm like, well, all cats are different. And you've just been extremely, extremely lucky. Cats are like people. They're all different. <laughs> no. So like, she's like, okay, fine. Like we'll give it, a, we'll give it a little bit, but if he doesn't change, we're taking him back. I'm like, no, because <laughs> I just paid $70 for this fucking cat. We are keeping him. I don't care how big of an asshole he is. <laughs> sure enough. He's an asshole. Later that month, she ended up leaving me and I just moved back into my storage unit. That was also Scott and I's apartment. I just moved back to the storage unit, and then I looked at back, and I was like, "Yeah, fuck her." <laughs> I, I literally, I literally, and no, she, she asked, she's like, "Are you taking Baxter?" I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "Oh, I was starting to, get, I was starting to really grow on him, or he was starting to grow on me." I'm like, "I don't care. <laughs> He's my cat. Like, you didn't want him. I'm taking him." Uh, I, I remember I talked to Scott. I was like, "Hey, I know you're talking about moving in with uh, your girlfriend, but what do you think?" He's like, "No, we're renewing." <laughs> Because our lease was about up at Pheasant Run. And I was like, do you want to renew? He's like, yeah, that's for the best. So we lived there for like another year and it was awesome. Mm -hmm. Especially since like six months of that year, he wasn't there. (laughs) Because then he actually did move in with her, but the lease wasn't up. So I was like, sweet, half the rent's paid and I don't have a roommate. (laughs) I, uh, I practically lived with you guys for like a summer. Yeah, that summer. I lived, I just slept on your couch every night. <laughs> yep. Baxter's a fun asshole. He's... Uh, he's not nearly the same cat. Like, he was a giant asshole that wouldn't play or cuddle or anything back then. I, uh... He plays with me. Okay. Back then. He'll chase me around. Like, if I get him going, he'll chase me around. I, uh, oh, shit, we got Bob Floyd. don't have cats. I've never had a cat. My mom's allergic. Kristen's allergic. I'm a dog person. I do like cats. I'm a dog person. We want a small dog right now because we live in a trailer and our yard's not big enough. Plus, our schedule is kind of hectic. So, who knows when we'd be home. He's kicking himself So, we're like... <laughs> I'm kicking my ass. If we're going to get a dog, we'll get a small dog. And I was like... All right. Well, I'm going to look at corgis because Lou was a corgi. Yeah. And corgis are awesome. God, I remember Lou. I want a dog so bad. And no. I found some corgis online. Here in Indiana. For the record, I'm only saying no to a Great Dane. I want a Great Dane. They have heart problems. Big dumbass dogs. They're apartment dogs. They they don't need a lot of space. People are like, oh, they're a big dog. They need a lot of space. A Great Dane? A Great Dane? Yeah. They're called apartment dogs because people think, oh, they need this huge fenced-in area to run in. They need all this room. They don't. They pick a spot and they stay in that spot and they don't need a whole lot of room. Sounds They're like a boring chill, ass dog. Relaxed dogs. I want a chill dog, but I want a boring dog. Anyway, boring. I was gonna get. I wanted to get a corgi, and it was like twelve hundred dollars for a corgi from this place. I was yeah. like, "Oh my god, no, no!" <laughs> and then online, Crystal really wants a golden retriever. On Facebook, they Taylor get big. Saul. They get big. Yeah. Well, Taylor Saul was a. Uh, but they don't get that big. They're like 50 pounds. Like a me- like Most Aussies, of the, the, the few the few golden retrievers I've had, they just get huge. Well, I'll say this. So the dog, the thing that really made me want to get a dog is Kristen tagged me in this post, and it was a golden retriever German Shepherd mix, and it was at that Natalie's Second Chance. Yeah. And I was like, let's go see it. 
I want a German Shepherd. You want a Golden Retriever? We're meeting in the middle. <laughs> and we'll it, was, it was a six-month-old puppy. And I'm like, hot dog. Let's go check this thing out. So we get there. We're looking at some of the dogs. That are, Sold. Like, in there. And we're, we talk to a guy. And we're like, well, we, we saw the post about Denali. And he just smiled. He's like, you want to see her? And I was like, absolutely. Or him. I don't remember what it was. It was a few <laughs> weeks ago now. And this dog comes out. And this is not a small dog. This is a six-month-old dog that <laughs> they're like, oh, yeah, he's still a puppy. It's 70 pounds. Holy shit. I'm like, here's the thing, though. This is the chillest dog ever. Didn't bark once. Yeah. Just came up to me and sat right on my leg and was just let me pet it. And I was like, this is mine. I am the alpha already. It knows. And I was in love. And then we we took it for a, a walk around the block a few times. And again, just didn't bark once. And I was like, this dog's amazing. I have to have this dog. I want a dog. And they're like, oh yeah, it's only $200 plus the application fee. I was like, that's not bad. Mm-hmm. Find out when we get home, when we look over our leash, you're only allowed up to a 50-pound dog. And you can't have German Shepherds. Oh, yep. And I was just like, God, why? <laughs> yeah, they fall in that pit bull Doberman category. Basically, it was the uh, system of a down. Why have you forsaken me? And I cried. <laughs> because angels deserve to die. Yeah. I want and, a uh, dog so bad. I am such a... But see, we're not this, ready for it yet. This is the difference between the knife. I grew up, my my parents bred dogs. We've owned, We have all kinds of dogs. But in a good way, not like the like nasty, like over like the top dogs. Like we, I just love dogs. I believe dogs should get up on the couch and cuddle you and sleep in bed with you. And they're, I mean, they're your companion. They're there for your comfort. There's people like him who stay off the fucking furniture. No, we have a no, no. We have a dog. I'm sorry, but if I'm at home watching a movie, then you then you can pay for Andy's couch. That dog is gonna be on. Dogs don't ruin furniture unless they scratch at it, which the fucking cats scratch cats, at it more. Cats ruin furniture. Cats, more than yes. Dogs. What has Loki been doing? Scratching at our furniture. Okay. I don't know. I see a lot of slobber from the dog that I think needs to be on this one. I think it depends on the dog. It does. If you have a smaller dog, let's say like a Shih Tzu, let it get on the furniture. I don't care. Yeah, that's no. But if you got like a German Shepherd, no. Yeah. No. 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 In my experience and my parents experiences the smaller dogs is what ruin the furniture because they try to jump on the back of the couch so they scratch if you have leather they scratch all this and they get on top big dogs they climb up on top they sit down and that's it they don't try to jump up on the top or scratch the furniture i'm sorry i want to cuddle my dog and we have a dog the only reason i haven't said let's go get a dog yet is because my kids still fight over loki and we've had him since August. august yeah they still fight over holding him. I said, until you guys are old enough to take turns or like not fight over an animal, we will not have a dog. <laughs> but I'm not ready for a dog. I am. I love dogs. I, I want a dog real bad, Me but too. we just don't have the space. I wouldn't mind having a dog, but I am not ready for a dog. See, and a lot of people, like, we, we both work full time. A lot of people are like, oh, you can have a dog. When I met him, I was working two jobs, and I had an Aussie German Shepherd, German Shepherd mix. The best dog. 
I potty trained. I, I crate trained her. I mean, I she would go in the crate in the morning when I go to work. She'd stay in there all day. Wouldn't potty anything. As soon as I got home, she'd go outside and go potty. And from the time I got home until she got back in the cage, she was out out with us. She slept with me. See, played with like, the kids. How's a, how's a dog not piss for eight hours? You can train them Nine because hours. because when you, you don't train want a dog, long, but when you it took a while. It took a couple weeks, but. That crate is their home, their bed. Dogs don't want to piss or shit. They're not supposed to. In their bed. So they learn to hold it until then. But what I want us to do, what I'm used to with my parents, is a doggy door. My dogs, my parents' dogs never were crate trained. They had a doggy door. They let themselves in and out. Well, he's worried about the cats. Well, they have colors now where you put a collar chip on a dog. The doggy door reads that chip and will open up only for that. That's what I want to do. Training the dog to go in and out on its own so you don't have that hustle, you know. So the dog can stay out all day. You train the dog not to get in garbage or chew things and it can stay out all day so it's not stuck in a cage. That's what we're used to. But, but no, the dogs are supposed to hold their stuff. I mean, they do. She did. She was a perfect dog. I wish we still had I just feel bad about that. Like, get from Because I know i got to pee at least three times a day now. So if I had to go, like, if I was a dog and I had to hold my piss for nine and a half hours. I did feel bad, miserable. but, I mean, she was <laughs> out from the moment I got home until, like, all night, all until I went. I mean, she, they do. They learn to hold it. And then I ended up selling her to a nurse who, she actually went through, like, doggy doctor school. And she's, like, a therapy dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I miss her. The kids miss her. I'm ready for another dog. I thought about I getting a service dog. I wouldn't mind like an Akita Husky mix. He said he wants a Husky. I'm okay with the Husky. I want an Akita Husky mix because then it'd be like a smaller Husky. See, I think I heard Huskies are kind of like out there and fast. They're very hyper. And, and they're, they're very hard to control. They're insanely high maintenance. Same they're, with the uh, And they shed like crazy. Dalmatians are very like hyper. and. That's why I want a Great Dane. They're calm dogs. You don't have to do a lot for them. Yes, they are big, but you don't, don't want a big dog. have to do a lot for them. So that's why Kristen wants a golden retriever. They're a medium-sized dog, but they're fairly calm normally. Although they do have statistically the most incidents with children. Yes, they children. are very. They can be aggressive. But the thing with that is, statistics are skewed. They're also considered like the most family dog. Yeah, like the biggest the, family dog. Most people have German or. Uh, Golden Retrievers, yeah. yeah. I think they're like the most owned dog in the country. I had four of them growing up. Yeah. So. So. Yeah, I get it. That that statistic skewed. It's kind of like, hey, you know, shark attacks tend to happen closer to shore. Well, no shit, because that's where the people are. Like, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> I don't know. I'm ready for a dog. I am. Maybe the summer will look. <laughs> but it's like, yeah. I don't know. We're, we're probably going to end up having to wait until we get our house, which won't be for another few years. So, But at least that gives us time to save up. It does. What the fuck is your cat doing up there? I don't know. <laughs> I, like, I really don't know. the furniture up there. I think they're fighting. I thought I, I shut thought Baxter the door, though. was down here. I shut well, he probably went back up. Uh, it doesn't sound like it, because I saw Baxter come back down here. Unless he went to the door, like, fuck it, it's closed. I guess I'll go check. You guys can keep talking about fucking dogs. Dogs. I want a dog. Valentine's coming up. You missed my birthday. Give me a dog. 
Dogues. Like I said, I thought Baxter was still down here. Loki's just up there moving the couch and shit. He would do that. Uh, He's a crazy cat. We're almost approaching two hours. I know. He's like, this is going to be a short one. I'm like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) mm-hmm. 8.06. I say when he gets back, we let him do his plugs and we skedaddle. Because I don't really have much more to talk about. Blaine, come do your plugs. Unless we're going to talk about Valentine's. What's everybody doing for Valentine's? What are you doing for me? He doesn't do Valentine's. Uh, last year I sang you a song live on Podgastrophy. Why don't we uh, talk about Valentine's Day next week when it's the week of Valentine's Day? Because I won't be down here. (laughs) (laughs) Only if you convince me. I want to see what this looks like. I'm looking up uh, Akita Husky mix. Kristen and me are doing like a uh, a $20 Maxwell. What are you doing for me? He missed my birthday, so I told him he has to make it up for me for Valentine's, but he's going to wait till this birthday to make it up. I said I had to wait a whole fucking year for you to make up. Huskita. Huskita. <laughs> I don't mind it. It's not bad. Look up a no. Corgi German uh, or Golden Retriever mix. The picture that I'm thinking of is like this little fat dude. It's awesome. <laughs> Corgi. What? Golden Retriever mix. Golden... Mix. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not bad. That man gets thing. married by bread. <laughs> that's not bad. Like, the third one and the third row on the uh, the second one to the right. <laughs> it's a quirky great dame. That's amazing. <laughs> He's so magnificent. He's majestic. He's so, that's what I was trying to say. Majestic, He's not magnificent. He's so beautiful. Majestic. Let's see what an Akita great Dane looks like. Oh. <laughs> Whatever. Lou was a Corgi Beagle mix, and he was stupid. Very stupid. <laughs> I remember Lou. You were like, Lou! Shut up, Lou. <laughs> Boom! You see what time it is? Yep. And here you told me it wasn't going to be a long one. He lied to me. Oh. Well, it's a good thing you made it interesting. I got to. Oh, did I make it interesting? I got to talk this time. <laughs> Normally, I don't get to talk because that it, much with Tyler. I know. It's, that's, <laughs> it is hard to talk with Tyler. It really is. Tyler, he's a, he's a big watching, personality. We butt heads a lot. I love Tyler. He's funny. But yes, it is very, very hard to talk with Tyler. The episode when Nick and Tyler were here, I literally just, just sat, sat here. In the corner I know. Like, I was watching some of it, and I'm like, I felt bad for you because you weren't getting to say a damn word. <laughs> Anytime I try to say something, someone would talk over me, and I'm just like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was there too. Yeah, Blake didn't say shit either. Yeah. yeah, it was Nick. It was the Nick and Tyler show, which is okay. I mean, I'm, I'm really happy to have Nick on the show. Like it, it was very, it was really awesome to have him back on the show. Like the, the official show, not drunk catastrophe, yeah. not not some road to infinity war special. Well that, the, well, that was the first time I got to meet Nick, and yeah, I I enjoyed him. I thought he was a cool guy, mm-hmm. and I liked listening to stuff that he was like when we were talking about the Star Wars. I liked listening to his input because he's a fan. Yes, I you know me, I like the nerd stuff. Like I'm, a, I like Star Wars. I like Lord of mm-hmm. the Rings. I don't. I'm not. I don't like Game of Thrones, but I haven't seen it, so I actually don't have an opinion yeah. on it. Watch it. I want to do it. But uh, 
So I like I like to hear his opinion on all that stuff. And then Nick Nick is a hyper intelligent person. Yeah. And just, I, I really enjoy hyper intelligent person persons. Uh that can, person. you know, you can con- conversate with not not just they're just super intelligent and awkward and yeah, see, because of it. But hyper intelligent th- people with personalities are great. That's why sometimes I hate being on a podcast when Tyler's on because I seem like I can't get the word in, but at the same time, him and I I won't I'm not afraid to shut him down and be like, no. Like I we we'll go back and forth. I and it's fun. But this this is my problem with people like that tend to be different. <laughs> not a, I'm trying to think of how to say this. Tyler seems to be very bullheaded in ways. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To where I'll use an example. When Nick was on and we were talking about the uh, video games of like who should make like the Star Wars open world. Mm-hmm. And he was saying Bioware. Tyler, Tyler was saying Bioware. And I was pointing out examples of Bioware failing fairly recently with games. And he was like, well, it's because of EA. And I'm like, publishers actually don't really butt their nose into stuff too much as far as gameplay design. Well, yeah, but EA does a lot of shitty practices. Monetization-wise. Yeah. But are they the ones that are making, like, Gunplay and stuff awkward, and I use the example of like Bungie and Activision because that was the big news that week of them splitting up, like with Destiny, and like he was saying, well, that was Activision's fault. Activision didn't decide to change things from Destiny One to Destiny Two. Yeah, like that was Bungie's design elements in house. It wasn't the it wasn't the publisher. It was the it was the developer that designs that so but he was pretty against what i was saying yes. and it's like you gotta be open to these ideas that's the thing about tyler and if tyler's watching i'm sorry but he is very bullheaded he is it's my opinion and like he wants you to form his form your own opinion but he still is like fuck you my opinion's better he is i would agree with that he is because he is when very... i point out these plot holes yes. of like interstellar <laughs> When I was like, they say that the wormhole was put there by future humans, but though future humans wouldn't exist without the wormhole. That's a paradox. Yeah. And <laughs> he had none of it. He just kept I, yelling at yeah, me. I believe, I it, like, yeah. internet, Tyler is, it's my opinion and my opinion matters. Internet, Fuck your opinion. correct me if I'm wrong, but that is the grandfather paradox. Well, he was just like, what came first, the chicken or the egg? He's like, well, they, f- they found out that the egg came first. I was like, that situation doesn't apply here because we know the humans came first. <laughs> he's very... He's very bullheaded. He is. Absolutely. Now, he is. Here's the one thing that fixes that plot hole. Which they might have done this in the movie. I don't remember. So we have the people go through the wormhole and try to find the habitable planets and colonize them with mm-hmm. the pods. At the same time, did they send out an unmanned pod? Just fucking launched it and said, you hope you'll land in like a trillion years when we're all dead. And did it actually land on a habitable planet and then colonize? And then they're like, all right, well, we know what happened to them. Let's fix it. 
and change everything. That's the only way to fix that <laughs> plot hole. Such a good movie, though. And that's why I was shaking my head when Nick was here and he was talking about Christopher Nolan. He's like, he's he's the best storyteller. I was like, he tells convoluted stories that really, no. <laughs> Inception. I still want to see it. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it since I originally watched it. I want to watch it again. It's just, they're adding, they're like, oh, it's such a good movie. No, you just keep making it more convoluted because you're oh, adding different dream layers. Oh, yeah. It, it, convolution. I mean, it, it, there's like all these different layers of shit. And it just makes it just makes you think. And then it makes you, when something happens later on, you're like, oh, wait, this happened earlier. And then, then oh, 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 you start connecting dots. That's, that's what makes it interesting. And then, like, I think of the movie Memento. I've never seen it. Not a fan. I remember Mr. Popovich talked about it all the yeah. time. He loved it. So I, I gave it a whirl on Netflix once, and like the whole movie is just in reverse. Starts, yeah. starts yeah. at the end and then goes to the beginning. Um, so you're watching it, and it's a cool story. But then, as you're, it was just slow paced, and a lot of it you're like, "Well, this is stupid." How this guy is like. I have to solve my wife's murder, but I can't remember my name in the next minute. Like, that's so fucking dumb. If you have amnesia, you're not going to remember your wife's been murdered. I don't care how many tattoos you got on your body now of like, this is a clue. Like, come on, man. And then the Dark Knight trilogy is what it is. Great. Great movies, but not great Batman movies. In terms of the comics, no, absolutely not. Yeah, but Christopher Nolan's take on Batman was fantastic. Yeah, they're great. They're great movies. Yeah, absolutely. You know what pisses me off? I found this out. So the first ever superhero movie to be nominated for best Os- best uh, movie Oscar, Black Panther. What? Yeah. Why? Yeah. In the why? World? why did it take that long? Why? In the and world for was for it Black for Panther, what? best picture. Hmm. Why in the world was it not like The Dark Knight or The Dark Knight Rises? Like those, Absolutely. Like, or like I said, The Watchmen. All of those movies blow Black Panther out of the water. Like, don't get me wrong. I love Black Panther. I, I, still did, love I Black enjoyed Panther. it. I wasn't a big fan of the movie. I enjoyed the hell out of Black I Panther. I thought it was fantastic. I think it might have been the atmosphere I was in, too. Because I went and saw it when I Our was... Our atmosphere in... was horrible. Well... I went and saw it when I was in Chicago, mm-hmm. and everybody that was there, like the African American community that was there to watch the movie, they were in like traditional African like clothes. It was super cool. That's neat. We went to it was Lafayette, Lafayette Seven. Lafayette Seven and the black. Not the, I'm not racist, so don't take this as a racist way. But to me, that movie was very like the people we were with, we were around a bunch of the black people around this community and they were like, yeah, fuck you white people. Like, well, black that's, people. That's the tone that I don't know. I, I, well, not only that, I was a, sh- I, I thought it was a slow, like I get every superhero needs like their origin movie, like where they come from, why. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was slow and I wasn't a big fan of it. My only thing that I would change about it was Killmonger wasn't in it enough at the beginning. Because, like, he did his, like, he robbed the museum. Then he was gone for, like, 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah. And then he shows up. 
And then the final fight scene was kind of weak between him and uh, T'Challa. It was. But, I mean, as far as that, like, Killmonger was a great villain. Yeah. He had a solid motive of See, why he wanted like to do they everything. Just, they just tried to... The whole, again, black lives, like, I came from the streets, and black lives this, and they're trying to shut us down. And I don't know, I just got a whole different vibe from... Well, I think that it works that way because the beginning of the movie, it starts off in the early 90s mm-hmm. during the, uh, I think his name was Rodney King. Yeah, the Rodney King trial. Yeah, in L.A., and that was a big deal in the black community. Well, maybe that's... The, the L.A. Point. riots, yeah. Yeah, like that's, that's what kind of started like the N.W.A. with like uh, Eazy-E and Ice Cube and stuff. Like that kind of took them to the next level. Um not to say that they weren't big before then, but, you know, that's kind of when hip-hop culture took off, too. Um, Maybe that's it, then. I don't know. I just... So that's why, to me, I accept that vibe. But I guess maybe it was because I lived in Chicago, and I, like, Chicago, to me, is the most segregated city in the in the country. Because if you go the red line, it runs from north to south of the city the entire way. The further south you get, it's pretty much strictly black people that ride that train. Because that's, like, the living community down there, it's lower income, which tends to be, you know, single black families or mothers or whatever you want to call them with less uh, education, like, Mm -hmm. all that stuff. And then the further north you get, it is more white because of the white privilege thing. And yeah. I don't care what you say, that exists. <laughs> you know, so uh, m- more recently, when I la- the last time I was in Chicago, uh, I went and saw Parkway Drive and August Burns Red. Mm-hmm. And that that was on, like, the north end of Lakeshore Drive. Yeah. And I started looking at, like, the buildings, the surrounding buildings and all that, and I started noticing, like, the housing and all along Lakeshore, Lakeshore Drive. As you drive up... As you're yeah, up, there's a noticeable it's, difference. It's a huge difference from where I Indianapolis lived. Too. Huh? Where I even lived. Yeah. Going up north, these. Where you live seemed, I don't know. That's that that that's Chicago to me. Where you live. Yeah. Like, well, I lived in a pretty decent neighborhood. Yeah. It was very close to Chinatown, but for the most part, I mean, it's nothing fancy. And then. As you go up further north, like to Felipe's apartment, again, it's nothing fancy, but they're closer together. Not to say that I hadn't had much room, but these places are much closer together. I liked your place. And thank you. Appreciate it. Our <laughs> second place is better. <laughs> but uh, way more expensive and way less diverse. Actually, I don't even know if you want to say way less diverse because it was super... There, was, there wasn't any diversity down south. It was almost strictly black people or, or Mexican. Like when I did my student teaching in Chicago, I was on the south side school. It was called Theodore Roosevelt High School. And it was uh, 92% of the school population was either black or Hispanic and the 8% was white. Like that's really – to me, that's – again, it shows the segregation. So – with the with Black Panther, I watched it in the beginning. It's in the early '90s, and you know, it's when that kind of stuff, the Rodney King thing, was going on, and you know, the only reason that black people are kind of seen as like when you see like let's say a 
black person in higher society. What do you think of? You think that more likely he's probably an athlete or a business manager for some kind of record label or an athlete. Like, that's kind of how it's seen as. So, to me, I was, as I'm watching it, and they're like, yeah, we gotta, we gotta help our, help our brothers out. Like, I was like, yeah, that's kind of the mindset that I've seen Mm -hmm. around. The big thing I got around Chicago. The big underlying uh, theme that I got was from Black Panther, and like like I said, I really like Black Panther. But do I? Before I get into what I'm about to say, do I think it deserves all the praise that it's gotten? Absolutely not. Well, Absolutely like, not. Like I said, in when me and Felipe were doing our little podcast thing for the short time before I moved up to Minnesota, in our review, I said it's basically Lion King one and two. Mm-hmm. Just pushed together real quick. Yeah. So the underlying theme that I saw was, okay, Wakanda has all this technology. Why aren't they either, A, sharing it with the world, or B, taking over the world? And they address that in the film. They do. So. Which, in the end, they end up sharing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They do. But, like, Killmonger is like, hey, we need to rise up. We got these, we got all this technology. Fuck these people. Fuck all these people. We're better than them. Mm-hmm. And we're going to rise up. Because we have the means to rise up. But we, we're, not, we're, not taking, we're not taking care of business the way we need to take care of business. Yeah. T'Challa's like, hey, that way, the way, that, we don't do that. That ain't how we do it. <laughs> that, I don't know. Like I said, the only reason I wasn't a huge fan of it is just because it was a slow movie. That's the only thing I was... I would say that basically any superhero origin film has to be a little bit slower. Wasn't much of an origin though. It but was it a was standalone, but it wasn't much of an origin. It Have was you seen Aquaman it yet. Oh yeah, I saw did that you like it? Week. I did fucking amazing. Hey, listen oh, to this week's God. journey into comics, <laughs> titled Aquaman. Aquaman. Nate didn't like it. Nate did not like it. Well, I wouldn't. I don't know. I can't remember if he said he didn't like it, but he definitely gave it a two. He gave it like a two and a half out of five. It's about half. I would say this. For that like, is half. <laughs> if you're an Aquaman fan, which I don't know many are, but let's... I know Nate's into the comic books. Yeah. And I'm into but, comic books, but I'm not a huge into Aquaman. I never have. I will give him this. Uh, all of his, like, criticisms were not grounded in comics. Like, a lot of people, when they do have criticisms of these types of movies, they ground their criticism in the comics, the source material. His was not. See, this is why I liked Aquaman so much. Jason Momoa played the character that he was literally told to play. Yeah. And he played it very well. He did. You've heard me call him this. Aquabra. Aquabra. <laughs> That's what he plays. Maybe that should be the episode title to, like, combat uh, Aquameh. But as far <laughs> as, like, there was some shoddy acting in it. And I, I mentioned that when I talked about it. There's, like, like when uh, Black Manta's dad dies at the beginning. Yeah. It's really yeah. cheesy. Yes. But they bought full into the cheese, and that's why I liked it so much. To me, this was like the Power Rangers movie. It was a fun ride, and I had a blast. I didn't go in expecting an Oscar. This winner. was honestly way better than the Power Rangers movie. <laughs> See, it was. World's better. I didn't think I'd like it because I did not like... See, I'm not, I don't know a lot about Aquaman, but what I do know is like he's the goody-two-shoe guy. 
So when Justice League came out and they... He's not the Boy Scout like Superman. They, Superman's the yeah. Constitution guy. No, we'll see. The, okay, from what I've seen in cartoons, not a whole lot of Aquaman, but I thought he was the goody two-shoe. So when I see Justice League come out and Jason Momoa's character is very like sarcastic and kind of an asshole, I was like, this isn't going to be good. Well, see, that's what I thought when I saw Justice League. Yeah. I actually didn't like Jason Momoa's Aquaman. No, I didn't either. I didn't like I'm his from... attitude. Justice League, like Unlimited, the animated series, where Aquaman is very, like, the good boy. down Righteous. to business. Righteous and down to business. Yeah. Like, he doesn't fuck around. And his- like, dude cuts off his own hand to save himself and his child, and then he just says, put a hook on it. I'm going <laughs> to go kill my brother. And he does it. Whoa. <laughs> That's what he does in the animated series. Okay. Like, he's just like, where is he? Put a hook on it. We're going to go. I'm going to fuck him up. And he does. It's super cool. But, like, then Jason Momoa is just like, whoa, what's going on? Right. Yeah, and I didn't didn't like his character, but the movie, I loved it. I did. I I dug his character. I loved the story. I I thought it was amazing. Even in in Justice League, I loved Aqua Bro. I didn't. I didn't like it. I didn't like his. I didn't. I didn't like the air. Like the, the fucking, arrogance. No, I, I like the arrogance. That's all I, I was like saying. It. I was saying I didn't like the. I'm gonna fucking jump around and woohoo! Yeah, yeah bro. That was but a no, bit I did. I, I didn't loved, like that. I loved the movie. I loved the story. The story was not slow. It kept, and it might be because I love the ocean. I love the water and the sea. It See, might I'm, be that. I am terrified of the ocean. So when they went to the trench. I literally looked at Chris and I was like, this is my fucking worst fear <laughs> ever. I've always said. It was good. Uh, I liked it. I love the ocean, but like I, you won't ever catch me in open ocean because uh, just the just the fact I've that. I've never been to the ocean. I would love to. Oh, that's cool. I would love uh, to. Just the fact that like I like I said, open ocean. It's cool, but no you'll way. never see me there. I'm okay, I'm okay with ocean. I'm not okay with open ocean. So just the fact that you could be swimming on the surface, you can look down and at some point within the next <laughs> some point within the next mile below you there is something that will fuck you up well here's, here's <laughs> the funny thing so when i was uh without question tw- thir- 12 13 somewhere around there i went to hawaii with my parents that's when our house yeah and then you came you came home to a flooded house yeah, we saw enough water and then our house was flooded that was cool um anyway so this is the first time i've ever seen the ocean i'm pretty sure anyway that I can remember anyway. And I remember my mom was like, don't go out too deep. And we were at Waikiki Beach. And Waikiki Beach is really famous because it's like two miles long. Mm-hmm. Well, the place we went at in Waikiki Beach, we didn't go like right behind our hotel because it was like nothing but rocks. Mm-hmm. The place we went at, like you could walk out this whole, like my mom was like, don't go past further than you can touch. I could stand on my tiptoes and touch out to where the surfers were. So I was out there chilling with the servers on my little boogie board. And my mom was freaking out, yelling (laughs) at my dad to go get me and bring my ass back in. I just tricked my dad into staying out there and boogie board. Keep in mind, we were were 12, 13 years old. Yeah. So I think about that, and I'm just like, oh, wow, that's not a big deal. Blah, 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 blah. The next week after we got back and, you know, Everything went down at our house. The girl from the movie Soul Surfer got yeah. her arm bit off at that beach. Oh, shit. <laughs> and uh, my mom was like, that could have been you, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
But uh, I remember that was when you moved right across the street from me. Yeah. Not that you well, were not, very, not right then. We not that not that you were very yeah oh yeah. Lived not that you were very far from me originally, yeah. but we lived in Rosso for a while, and then we moved across the street from you, you and then Rosso? you're for a little bit with my sister, and then your dad tried to tell me we weren't allowed to hang out anymore because I beat up Tanner Cripe. Yeah. Oh my God, Tanner Cripe. You know Tanner Cripe? Holy shit! I smacked him with a stick. He was gonna be my stepbrother. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. From mom or dad? Uh, my dad dated his mom. Yeah, wow. I, I I hit him with a stick or something, and he cried. Yeah, and then your I remember we used to like, play. Nope. We used to either play <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh cards Blade or Beyblades. Oh yep. But uh, what's funny is then when I was nineteen, we went to the Bahamas, uh-huh. and we went to that Atlantis resort. And I told my dad I want to go to the beach. My mom wouldn't let me go by myself. I'm like, whatever. So I went to the beach, and it's jellyfish season, man. So they're they're having like there's a shit ton of people out there, and I'm just like, man, I'm tired of this. So I swim out past the people, and I'm like, all right, this is better. So as I'm swimming, there's a giant silhouette underneath me, and I just go. Like, all my shark knowledge, shark week knowledge. Is like, shark week kicks in. Like, kicked in right there. I looked I'm under dying. Me, I looked underneath me. It's a silhouette shape of a shark. And I'm like, this is tiger shark territory. I'm about to fucking die. Oh, God. And I blacked out. Oh, shit. Next thing you know, I'm on the beach, and my dad's just laughing at me. And I'm like, what the fuck are you laughing the at? The adrenaline kicked in, and you just booked Dude, I could have outswam Michael Phelps, man. <laughs> Clearly, I like I said, I blacked out and I don't remember it, but I'm just on the beach. Ultra instinct, pretty much. <laughs> and I'm just like sitting there, and I'm like, and he's laughing at me, and I was like, I could have fucking died. And I was like, why are we not telling people there's a shark out there? He's like, it's a seaweed, you jackass. <laughs> and he's like, I'll give you this. It's in the shape of a shark. And I was like, this is bullshit. I was so fucking scared out of my mind. You wouldn't touch the water. No, no. <laughs> We were there the same day Whitney Houston was there. We didn't see her. And then she oh, died that's probably, like, good. That's probably like because she was in her house cracked out. No, dude, she was there. Probably in her house cracked out. No, like at the resort. On the it, beach cracked out. Like, She's probably cracked out somewhere. <laughs> could have met her daughter. I could have married Whitney Houston's daughter. Could have married her. She's in a coma now. I could have had all that money. <laughs> oh, my God. Is she cracked out too? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> She's on like life support. I don't know shit about Who's her daughter. What? I don't know. Oh. Uh, uh, Houston Jr. Her and Bobby Brown, like, their kid. And, like, she's in, like, a coma now on life support off a drug overdose. For years she's been in that, right? Yeah, she's been on that for a while. I actually think I remember hearing this. Because people have been like, why don't you just pull the plug? She's not coming out of it. And he like, Wasn't there something going around, though, that she didn't do it to herself? Somebody did it to her? There was a rumor about that, but. That Bobby Brown did it. No. She, she was found in a hotel room with, I think, her boyfriend. Yes, that's what it was. And I remember this now. I thought like, she died. I I don't know if she was dead. I thought she was still in a coma. She might I be dead. I thought she died. Either way, that could have been my R&D wife. R&D department is on it. That could have been my wife. I could have been rich. I thought she died. I had that Whitney money. Been like, I'm going to dance with she, somebody. No, I know. She, she had to have died. I remember reading that. But yeah, Bobby Brown? She was there the same day. Bobby Christina Brown. Died in 2015. Oh, yep. Wow. So yeah, I remember she did. her dying. I'm, I remember that whole story, and they were, like, investigating into her boyfriend and stuff. Yeah. But 
Cause of death, lobar pneumonia induced by immersion and and drug intoxication. So Bobby was there. Could have met Whitney and her daughter there. Because Whitney Houston died like shortly after, like within the year after we got back from the Bahamas. Which is nuts. Whitney Houston died February 11th, 2012. Yeah, because we went in 2011, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So. Crazy. Pretty nuts, man. It's like a two-year span where like all these like musical icons were just dying. Michael Jackson, her. Fucking. I remember when Michael Jackson died. My brothers were at basketball camp, and I misread it as Michael Jordan died. <laughs> so I messaged my brother at basketball camp, and I was like, "Michael Jordan died." Like, what the fuck? MJ. MJ died. I remember when Michael Jackson died. I was at. I was working at Monocles. I was at Walmans. I was working at Walmans. Yeah, you were. So I was I was at Monocles, and I was at the, at the time. I mean, I'm still. But at the time, I was really close and good friends with Rebecca Lacane. So she sends me a picture. So she's still living in Rossville. She sends me a picture of her television, and it's got a picture of like like the famous picture from uh, I can't remember. It's whatever album. It's like one of Michael Jackson's first albums where he's like le- he's like leaning. It's a thriller with the white white. Yeah, yeah, that's a thriller. That's a thriller. Album. Okay, yeah. cool. So he's that's it's the album cover. But she's got like the the channel info over, and the satellite TV got the information wrong, and it was apparently for some TV show or movie called Get Over It, and it, so it's got it says Get Over It, and there's a picture of Michael Jackson underneath it. I'm like, holy shit! Yeah, I found out he died when I was at. This Monocles is also like a week later. With monocles and or uh, Walmart's not monocles, and. One of the guys said, yeah, Michael Jackson died. We all went, nah, uh, and then all of a sudden, like, our boss came, and he was like, we were like, John, are you okay? He's like, dude, Michael Jackson just died. And we were like, oh, fuck, for real? And he's like, yeah, man, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I remember watching the funeral, and people just fucking... I remember the controversy behind, like, his doctor and all that. Yeah. yeah I remember that. Uh, this, this was 2009, I believe. This was, yeah, like... Yeah, this was our senior year. Yeah. So, man, it's been ten years since that. Yeah, Michael cool. Jackson's been dead for ten years. It's crazy. Tupac's been dead for twenty plus. Yeah, uh, ninety six. Ninety six. Yeah, I think well, he died ninety six. I th- I think that's so cool that he, in his uh, in his later days, he recorded so much that he was able to k- just keep coming out with music. Yeah, um, I like the Dave Chappelle skit about Tupac. Well, well, I don't know that one. So. I'm not very like, familiar with Dave Chappelle. Well, it was on like the lost episodes after Dave oh, yeah. went to Africa. And uh, he's like at the club and they're dancing to this Tupac song. Well, the last verse is like very recent stuff that's been going on in the news. Like they're talking about like George W. Bush <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. And like they're like, what the hell is going on? And it's like, it was a couple years ago. You probably didn't hear about it. And they all go, oh, okay. Well, then they start like. Tupac starts rapping about Dave Chappelle dancing with this girl that's not his wife, and he's just like, come on, man. <laughs> so funny. So that's what happens when I think of Tupac now. I just think of uh, just think of Dave Chappelle. Yeah. <laughs> All right, are we ready to close this down? Yeah, I, I think, think we're closed. I'm sorry. Do your shameless plugs. And let me shameless plugs. So before I get into the plugs, I have an announcement. You're adopted. <laughs> 
Happy fun metal time with Nick and Dick. Uh, new show coming ho- probably bi-weekly. Probably next week-ish. Yeah, yeah bye. <laughs> uh, featuring myself and Nick Maxson. We've been talking about doing like a metal show for a while. He was featured. Uh, he was guest. He guested on the very first couple episodes of Podcastrophy, and we, that's what we did. We talked some metal uh, and music and whatnot, American Vandal, not music. Been listening to a lot of Pantera lately. Very nice. Yeah, so. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to hopefully dive into some uh, metal music, get some local music, and interview bands and whatnot. Who knows what will happen? It'll be uh, hopefully this Saturday. And uh, so just keep an eye out on that. We repurposed our own very own Nick and Dick Facebook page for this. Instead of making a new page, we're just like, hey, let's just change the Nick and Dick page. <laughs> so Why not? We've had this thing since 2012, and we just never did anything with it. We yeah. just occasionally posted a selfie with each other. Um, also keep in mind, uh, we also the ha- uh, in April, we have the Game of Thrones uh, podcast, Game of King Chairs podcast. Very where we're we are gonna follow episode by when episode. Is this happening like what day? I don't it know, comes man. out on it's Sunday. We'll figure it out. Uh, we have a couple months. To I will totally be involved in that. To be disclosed. You pushed um, me into I, Game I of Thrones. I have to be, be involved. Uh, to be determined. Disclosed. You have <laughs> enough time. No, it took me a year to fucking watch all that shit. Trust me, I can watch it in like three weekends. Do it. <laughs> Do it. So yeah, it's we're we're, we're gonna be doing that. There, uh, six episodes. Six episodes of the final season of Game of Thrones. Six episodes of Game of King Chairs podcast. We are gonna go so, like every week. We are gonna dive deep into the episode that premiered that week. Uh, so keep an eye on that. Another thing to look forward to: March twenty third at the North End Pub. We have Fun for Funs featuring live podcast from Podcastrophy, Brews with Dudes, Dungeons with Dudes, Journey into Comics. And yummy foods, yummy foods. We're going to have a bake sale. We're going to have a raffle. I don't know. We're raffling off. Uh, we're probably going to get dysfunctional Jake, Jake Peter from uh, Rhythm and Ink Studios in Frankfurt, Indiana, who did our brand new logo, which we debuted the other day. Uh, thank you, Jake. You're the fucking man. Um, so we, he, we're probably going to get him involved, maybe do some fucking sketches for people, get him, get his, get him some, you know, exposure because uh, he's really an awesome artist. You're really- um, we're also going to have live music featuring hosts from several shows on the network. We're, we're going to have band number one, which is my band. We're going to have walk among us, which is Nate, Sarah and Veronica's band from foodies, watching movies, journey into comics, journey to wrestling, Gallif radio, those shows. We're going to have yesterday's chips, which is Dave Linder of dungeons with dudes, uh, and boner Jovi. Featuring Nick Maxson. Don't forget that band. That band? Yeah. Who's that band? Me. <laughs> ah! I'm not. I'm lying. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, who knows what will happen unless between I, then and then. I teach myself guitar in the next two months. Just teach yourself Iris and play Iris. <laughs> there <laughs> Three you go. Um, so who, know, who knows what we're going to add to that show, but... Uh, that, that show is just, you know, hopefully raise hype for the hype and awareness and get us some likes and follows for the network for podcast. And, uh, <laughs> it's, it's going to be to raise hype for LafiCon, which is in April. Uh, it's going to, you know, raise some funds for us so we can afford like 
uh, to go to like places like Comic Con, maybe get a booth there, afford better equipment, afford uh, merchandise to sell to you guys. T-shirts. So so you can wear like Journey into Comics gear or Podcastrophe gear or any of the show's gear. Who knows what'll happen? Maybe we'll get a mug. Maybe we'll get some mugs. That'd I be actually know. a pretty cool thing. That'd be pretty tight. I have been looking Podcast at cozies. Pod- Ooh, there we go. Um, we're, uh, we're, no. we're gonna work on it. The the cool thing about podcast I, I do a lot for this. He just doesn't take it. He doesn't accept it. I never. I, I spend a lot of time we, trying to design. It stuff. takes money. It takes money to do it. Boats and hose. I tried to design <laughs> logos way back when, and he didn't like. I offered to design a logo. I tried. He he did like you? It. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember that. It's on the one of these episodes. <laughs> oh. It's okay. I know how you feel. I've sent him so many shit. He's like me. Look, I'm very Thank happy you. with the logo we ended up with. Uh, Jake is an awesome artist. And, you know, uh, the, the the reason I like to go to people like Jake is because I like to be able to promote their business, exactly. too. No, I understand and, you know, because, I mean, okay, cool. They can help me promote, but I really like to be able to promote them. It's also, it's about building, building a community. Exactly. Absolutely. So uh, if you're in the Lafayette area, March 23rd, come check out Fun for Funds at North End Pub. Also connected to Market Square Lanes Bowling Alley, um, it'll be ten dollars. You can come check out some live podcasts. You can check out some live music. It's going to be a lot of fun. Check us out. Um, but if that is all, if that is all. Check out Podcastrophy on the Podcastrophy feed. You can get us on iTunes and Podbean. Just subscribe to either Podcastrophy on either or. If you're not on podcast, if you, what are you guys whispering about? I don't know. Oh, man. I know. <laughs> what? Keep going. What? You keep looking You're making at the fun floor. You keep looking at the floor. Yeah. So you might as well just write them on the floor for <laughs> no. a script. No. Okay. <laughs> so if, if you listen to us, you probably listen to now Journey into Comics. <laughs> Guys, quit calling out my anxiety. Um, Do you want it, me to write like a little script? I'm like, shut up. <laughs> If you listen to us, you more than likely listen to the Journey into Comics <laughs> Network. So, but if you don't, go ahead and check out the Journey into Comics Network by subscribing to them on Podme, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, iTunes, and Spotify. And you get all kinds of shows like Journey into Comics. Shut up, Miranda. I'm trying to plug the network. Journey into Comics, Gallif Radio, Poor 360, Journey into Wrestling. Foodies, Foodies watching, watching movies, movies. Brews with dudes. Dungeons with dudes. Kids for sale. Voice of survival. And adulting ain't easy. And of course, podcast. I was about to say, don't forget this one. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're not subscribed to Journey into Comics, or wait, if you're not subscribed to us, podcast on our own feed. Keep looking at the floor. <laughs> oh my God. You're throwing me off because I'm not looking at the floor. <laughs> if, you, if, you're not, if you're not subscribed to us, directly you miss out on so much extra content we do extra shows uh like specifically happy fun metal time with nick and dick which is coming out here soon and the future gang of king chairs podcast which features us talking about game of thrones so please subscribe to podcast your feed directly and you get extra content whether it be those two shows or just whatever the fuck we want to do extra and check us out live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch every Tuesday, roughly around five 30 or six. And that is all. That is all. Is that it? 
That is it. Thank you, Miranda, my lovely, lovely, lovely wife. I love you. I love you. Dude, you got short in this plug. <laughs> I know. It's so long. He, it's so he, long. He's a talker. He he makes it long. And thank you, Matt. Yeah, no I'm glad you got to talk tonight. Yeah. Uh, yeah, me too. You know, it's you don't get this chance very often. Yeah, you know. You know I have Tyler, ideas. I I do. <laughs> Tyler, he doesn't let you talk, but if you ever want to debate something, Tyler is the best person to debate something. Tyler with. is good people. He's good people. He just doesn't let you talk much. And he's like, <laughs> he is he, he is just a very strong personality, and that is why I like having Which him is on so the show. But damn, let people have their own opinions and don't kill them about it. Uh, Matt yeah. is my one. It is my hope to for one day. He's your one. You're his one. For one day for you to have your own show. I'll have it. You'll have it. You I can talk about the Patriots. It's called the Matt Pack. The Matt Pack. Hell got, yeah. You already got a group. Matt Pack. Hell yeah. But if that is all, that is all. It's time. <laughs> Let's please make every day a big dick day. Bye, guys. Yeah.